I'm Nicole. It's Tiffany. I'm Carol. And this is Sia. And this is what keeps us together. Basically, the group chat in your head. Living rent-free. AC. <laughs> we got it. We got it. You have a streak. Now it's like, don't break it. Right. <laughs> Why are you going to be nervous? <laughs> it's I over know, now. We already God. did it. <laughs> <laughs> For next time. Right. Okay, guys. So we're switching it up for song of the week. Um, we're going to try to finish the song. Um, I think I picked easier songs this time. Time will tell. Um, yeah. So, not nervous, not maybe nervous. we just don't go on a roundabout. Maybe we just whoever thinks they know it, yeah, yeah. we'll just like shout that. it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that. Okay, group activity. <laughs> I do better than right. projects. <laughs> Talking slack, and we can still do you get want the name of the song, or do you start, just start singing it? Just start. Okay, <clears throat> Nicole's happy because she's gonna be singing the whole song by herself. I am, that's fine. <laughs> I got y'all. Your drinks. I got y'all. <laughs> All right, don't go chasing waterfalls. Listen to the rivers and the lakes that you What? Please stick. Oh. What did we say? Listen, listen to. Did we all say it? Yes. I was like, no. We were all loud and wrong. At least I had to dance right. You did. The choreography was down. It was the lyrics that needed help. It's a serious face for me. How did we all think it was listen? Because yeah. we've probably been doing that since Please. the beginning of time. I mean, time. yeah, this is, there's a lot of lyrics. Ooh, I mean, just like, people are arguing with T-Pain about his lyrics. He's <laughs> like, no. However, he's wrong. <laughs> is, wait, what song is this? Um, Dang it. Mm-hmm. The only person you can argue with lyrics is Miss Yellett. It's your family. There's also the um, Mario, or the, um, she's fine too, or oh, five two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Five two? No, she's five he, two. He leaves it up to interpretation because someone asked him that question and he was like, it's whatever you want it to be. Did he? I thought he confirmed it. She's fine too. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it. i watch a different interview maybe. Oh, okay. Mm. It's I'm sprung. T's, T's oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sprung. <laughs> to get me. What is That's it? That's not what it is, is No, it's it? it supposed is. to be dog she got me. What, what did we say? Out, out, out to, to get, get me. me. Yeah. I never thought it was out to get me. So what did you think it was? Because I know you didn't think oh, it was what he said. Oh, she got me. Just oh, oh like, she got me. Yeah. Okay. That's. I mean, okay, that's, that's better. It's closer. Yeah. I mean, I always thought what I think it is, but I was like, it doesn't make sense. But a lot of songs don't. So right. I didn't think. I didn't think that. Um, listen to the rivers and the licks that is used to made sense either. But uh, that's how <laughs> I've been singing it. it. Did not make sense. <laughs> Stick to the. Okay. You know, some okay. um the things froze like. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was ooh for a long time, it's and then soup. yeah, oh, I was singing I in the car, and I was like, "Damn, the AK is gonna be tight." Yeah, <laughs> well, it's wrong sound, but I know, but I, that's what I thought it was. Oh, mm-hmm. AK not tight because it was a different sound. No, but <laughs> it's also not the word. Clear. I mean, <laughs> also not the word. Look, Carol says I speak as it as, as a member. Sorry, ma'am. Um, yeah, but when I was singing it, she was like, "You know, it's Snoop, right?" And I'm like, "No, no, it's You're not." <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Delta. It would be the Delta to be pissed uh, if anybody. Right. Um, 
But uh, yeah. Okay. Song number two. <sighs> um, so many tangents. I, I was about to say, how do we um, five minutes in? How do we tangent already? <laughs> All right. You need to give it up. Had about enough. It's not hard to see. The boy is mine. I pause. I'm going to go to the first verse. See if you really know it. Think it's time you got this straight. But sit and talk face to face. There's no way you could escape. Oh, <laughs> man, are you insane? Um, See, I know that you think that you're a man. Are you insane? Just what? That song's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> so While we're on this topic, I'm embarrassed to say that um, hours and hours. For a long time, I thought it was hers and hers. And I was like, wow, what a great lesbian anthem. You were alone in that. Like, all so, by yourself. No. Like, Kamari, Kamari's not the same thing. Yours, mine, ours. Well, I, I just never put two and two together because I'd only heard it on TikTok for a very long time. Oh, yeah, and so I never, fair. I only heard that like one little snippet of Wait, it. Wait, sing the snippet because I'm trying to Yours, understand. mine, ours. Yes, it does say hours and hours a lot. Hours. I just still, when I saw the title, I was like, oh, hers and hers. Oh, and then I so just the title, none of the lyrics. Well, I heard it, but I just never paid attention. And then okay, when okay, I finally okay. found it was, I think I heard an interview, and I was like, hours and hours. I was trying to understand. And then what I was like, oh, she does say hours and hours a lot. <laughs> I was trying to understand what lyric you were taking for hers and hers. No, just the title. <laughs> okay, okay. And I was looking, I was like, oh, I, I thought what all the kids are doing, you know, taking out vows. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, that's what she did. She took hours from hours and hours. I thought, she was, it was, I thought it was hers and hers. Oh, oh yeah. that is that is great. <laughs> Not, that is great. So all the kids are doing. <laughs> How old are you? Oh, old. old. An auntie. A, like a real auntie. Well, well, I give it to you for trying to be to the newness. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, um, thanks for participating in my in my challenge. This was better than last time, kinda. I think we did a lot better. Yeah. You may not know the true lyrics, but we ain't all stayed singing it. First know. of all, we sang it wrong my whole life. Who needs to know the lyrics? We ain't write the song. I know the chorus. Strong. Sure. That's all. Like <laughs> too easy. Too easy. Okay. I need to move this. To the <laughs> all right. So, what are you talking about this week? All right. So this week we I'm sweating again. Huh. You need a. You no, need it's a... fine. Just you don't sure? know why I'm so hot. Because you got a sweatshirt and something like that? Right. Also, y'all put your house in the Sahara Desert. We don't. They, they haven't turned on the air conditioning. It's heat or oh, no, no air. No. Those are the two options. Look here. Oh. The way I like to run air all year long at an even you 68. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody finna tell 68. me. Oh, no, yes. That is freezing. But it keeps it like a nice little chill. Where you 60 can, in the winter? 68. No. We turned the air oh, on 68. No. Yeah, no, my um, mine's on like a cool seventy-two in the wind all year round. It stays around between seventy and seventy-two. I think I'm seventy-four. Or I turn it off, and you I'd just put on clothes. <laughs> and take off. I'd be cold. Yeah, I will. I'll tell somebody to put on a sweatshirt and socks in a Look second. Here. When I lived in Richmond, I wouldn't even turn that bitch on. And one of my friends would come over, like it's cold. You need to wear clothes. When There's you come also over a blanket here. over here in the corner. I have right. plenty of those. Would you like me to grab some socks? Have your way. You knew what you were walking into. I'm the same way. I'm, I will splurge on some stuff, but I am very cheap when it comes to utilities. <laughs> That's fair. Look, it must be that 87 <laughs> water. We is it? Out here conserving. Not, mm. not. Well, not if your house is on 68 year round. I take my fist bump back. <laughs> That's the window unit. I just like it to be cool so I can sleep good at night. Fair enough. Okay. Anyway, a tangent to a tangent. <laughs> oh what are we God. talking about today? All right. Yeah. So... 
Today, we're going to discuss um, a topic we've called reserving grace, which is basically just discussing who you do reserve grace for and who gets all the business straight out the gate. Um, <laughs> Stay ready so you ain't got to get right. ready. Um, and this topic came up and which will be our cultural reference for today. Um, it is in a Instagram group called Spirit, or I guess page called Spiritual World Word. It, nothing uh, spiritual at nothing. all. Nothing. There's no. nothing These spiritual. These things be so deceiving. <laughs> but we all on here though. Talk about clickbait. I do follow. Oh, no, I unfollowed them. Oh. Did you? Oh. oh yeah, a long time ago. Why? Wow. Too messy. I don't know. Oh, that's mm. why. Yep, yep, yep. The same reason I don't follow Shade Room. Oh. However, every time I go to the podcast. Instagram and I it's outside it, the shade room it's the first thing on there <laughs> and, like, oh and then I'm like stop it stop it this is why you unfollowed all of this shit our podcast page follows all the mess yes. all of it <laughs> we try to say it enough plus the occasional lock page you're welcome <laughs> For reference back to last episode if you wanna know any more oh, about that lock Lock, yeah. Oh, what were you talking about? I think said locked page. I was like, is this a side of Instagram I haven't tapped into yet? No, no. In our explore page, it's like all like lock inspo. Oh, okay. You're welcome. (laughs) First of all, how do you not? How do you not get on Instagram? But you control the algorithm. (laughs) That is the question, right? It's probably carryover from her personal Instagram. (laughs) Oh, maybe. Oh, since you created it. Probably. Oh, okay. All right. Back. Okay, take it over. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Welcome to the group chat. Um, right, so it's on Spiritual Word, and it, it reads, Khloe Kardashian says that blaming women when men cheat is really hurtful. And then it says here that her quote is, if your significant other is doing something wrong, for the woman to be blamed, that's always been really hurtful for me. I've never quite understood that. Mm. End quote. And the irony is. <laughs> right. There's, which one do we choose? There's <laughs> like a litany of ironies. The fact that she stole her man. The fact that her man cheated on her with, was she underage at the time? And she was upset about it. She ousted her friend and still dates her man. Okay. Well, hold on. Yeah, so was it about Jordan? Options. Yeah. Jordan wasn't underage, I don't think. Okay. No. Well, I, I think she was younger. Chloe. She was yeah. younger. Yeah. yeah. So she was friends with her sister, her little sister. But yeah. I'm pretty sure she was. Wow, I really hope she was okay. of age. I don't know Because right. now I'm like, whoa. Should I look it up so we're not being sh- extra shady? Or Well, if, yeah, to me, my opinion is going to shift. shift. <laughs> um, especially if Jordan was under okay, 21. Yeah. Carry on, I'll Google it. Okay. okay. But I think what's ironic, if you do not keep up with Kardashians, is that Chloe and her family trashed Jordan when all this came out, but I don't recall them keeping that same energy with Tristan. Um, Okay. Jordan was is 24 right now. So it was probably like three years ago. So she probably was like just turning 21. Okay. So very early. Okay. We're going to assume that Jordan was 21 when all this happened. But she was at least legal. Yeah. Um, (sighs) Tristan is 31. (sighs) He's 31 now or then? 31 now. Mm. So there's a six year age difference. Yeah. See, okay, this is the thing. I didn't understand why people were like praising Jordan because I remember saw a lot of people was like, yeah, Jordan, finally, like you stuck it to the, like I saw a lot of people were like on Jordan's side. 
Oh, I mm-hmm. follow a lot of messy people, apparently. Um, <laughs> I, thought, I was like, dang, like, Jordan, this is definitely messed up. Like, you're, it's not like Chloe is a stranger. You know what I mean? Right. Like, this is your, allegedly your best friend's sister. So, uh, it's likely that you had a very decent right. relationship, or at least cordial relationship, but like, she's not a stranger. Right. So, for you to kiss her boyfriend baby daddy is like it's messed up now yeah. to degree that they slandered you for kissing wait a minute i thought she slept with this man the no. way they talked about no, her. i'm pretty sure they just kissed yeah she's like and sitting on his lap and was it like him. her i it was very unclear to me who initiated that even yeah i don't know if we knew who initiated but i think he's <laughs> the older. track record says tristan i mean you're not wrong, wrong. Go ahead. and it wouldn't be hard to at all yeah because yeah. it's not like he even cheats with people that are like <laughs> It's like her next door neighbor. <laughs> it's not like it's like some obscure person. It's like her fitness trainer. The nanny. <laughs> right, like, oh, okay. Out of convenience. <laughs> so, I okay. don't know. Okay. The same. Okay, I get it. Accountability is everything. I think that, yes, when you as a person who has been cheated on goes for the jugular of the woman. Eh, no, because... I'm going to say it like this. If they didn't know about you, then accountability is solely on your, your significant other. Mm-hmm. Now, in other situations of what I've witnessed where they know about whoever it is and they still chose to do so, I'm dragging your ass for filth. See, I only I mean, you're feel messy like for sure. yeah. you're messy. But see, I still feel like unless it's a Jordan where we have a relationship. Right. I feel like if that was the only case where I felt like dragging her is somewhat warranted more so over okay. even if it's a stranger that knew this person was in a relationship but she doesn't know you like right, yeah right. that's There's that no sucks but we have no right. we, we have no loyalty towards each other well, right in this situation the reason why i mean chloe has always been my girl like i've always appreciated her a little bit more than the rest because um just of her own personal issues with her body image and having to compete with this family even though we know who her daddy is but we're not gonna talk about that (gasps) um (laughs) i've always resonated a little bit more with chloe but in her saying like what i mean by drag for filth and knowing who the uh, the person is the same energy she has for that person if jordan hadn't like okay yes that was your man but that was a kiss. And yes, it might've been innocent. It might've been a drunken situation. And no, it might not have been correct or right. But if you're so willing to forgive somebody that you have no idea who they are, then you can at least have a conversation with this woman to understand or at least receive the apology. And what you do with it from there is completely different. Like you can either be like, I accept your apology. Um, and we're just going to keep it cordial. but to, I, I've always had a thing for women and bringing other women up. And yes, we've been in really tough situations, but I feel like if you're going to say that about one person, that you should say the other. And then me, Tristan, and I are like, I don't believe in put my hands on a man, but, but, <laughs> like, sir, you. <laughs> You come in for these random ass women regularly, like you have no respect for me, and yeah. you try and people that I actually know, like yeah, period. But why are you even still <laughs> fucking with him? So it's not even the nuance for me with Chloe Kardashian, and like 
not understanding why people are blaming me as the woman when he's the one doing wrong. He is the one doing wrong. But you also received him as a shady ass nigga. Mm -hmm. But you also like know exactly what you signed up for when you signed up for it. Because when you and Tristan started publicly dating, his baby mama was pregnant with his baby. Which one? So the first one. Oh, well, he has two kids now, right? Three. Three. Yeah. That we know about. Stop. So. Wait, who's the third? Oh, the one that he just. Yes. Yes. Right. So (laughs) the, um, the, the fact that that's how you started dating and acting like you, like you don't understand why people would be blaming you for your own misery is a little confusing. Wait, 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 wait. He was with, I can't remember. Was he actively dating the baby mama or were they broken up? Well, it was a, a long-time girlfriend. I don't know how long. I don't know if they were broken up at the time of inception or what. Are you asking if it's a situation that I thought that they were meme. together? Y'all remember that meme somebody sent earlier this week, and it was like, oh, look at this cute man out with his baby newborn on a date. I'm going to tell y'all right now, listeners, if the man has a child under a year and a half, two. They fucking. Leave that, yeah, they, they still sleeping together. Leave that man alone. I mean, Don't I guess my question is, him having someone that's pregnant and her deciding to date him is one thing. I don't know if I'm necessarily going to assume that she's the um, other woman just because he has a baby on the way. That's fair. I mean, that is well, fair. They well, but... they were dating. It wasn't like a rando. That's Right, what I'm saying is where they... Actively are we, are we assuming that Chloe was the other woman? Is my question. I don't. It, to me, it doesn't matter. To Why? Me, because if you if you have been dating this woman for let's say it's even just like three months, mm-hmm. and then y'all get, break up, but she's pregnant, it just and you you publicly start dating another person while she's pregnant like that to me is like the lowest of the low like oh, scum I mean, of men I'm not together I mean no, is it I, messy no, yeah but, but I just think even for like the means of like the mental health of a person that's like just dating a baby like I, I just like well, even if you're gonna be dating like it's another thing to be like dating it's another thing to be have a very public high profile <laughs> dating thing while this person that you impregnated is has not even given birth because it's not okay. even Are like we together? But if they're an average well, person so, still after the same No, but way. like at the time that it happened, so like if she hasn't even given birth yet, that's not even like nine months. That's a, and I let me look up well, how long they were dating. Because I think I probably agree more so with Carol. Like you can maybe break up with somebody and then find out a few weeks later that you might be pregnant. Because you don't find out on week two that right. you're pregnant typically. Yeah. So it's like they could have been dating. Ended the relationship and she'd be like, oh shit, well, I'm pregnant. Now, now what? Okay, well, I'm going to raise yeah, my child. I'm not, I don't not saying together. it's because you're pregnant. I'm not saying that either, but I do want y'all to take into consideration how many relationships end and people still have feelings and they're working through them. Oh, absolutely. So that's, that's all I'm saying, Agreed. especially when you're considering, I'm not even really talking about him as much as I'm talking about uh, the new woman. I have been on the receiving end of that situation. What, being like a rebound? No. So I was they dated for dating. Two years. Okay. Just to be clear. Okay. I was dating a guy back in, uh, uh, no, not even dating. Smashing this young man. Not <laughs> smashing this young man. Wait, where are we in your journey? 
early? Obviously. Like before she early. came out? Obviously. Sorry. <laughs> young man three. I mean, I she was smashing a dude two weeks ago. Right. Like, we yeah. know that's not the Young man just threw me off. Carol just wanted you to that. Shady ass. <laughs> wow, what size? Anyway, what I was trying to say Longer was they side. had literally, they had broken up maybe a couple weeks, month at that. And they still hadn't worked through all their feelings, emotions. And so I'm not saying I blame her, but after having been in that experience, I was like, I'm never going to do that again because it's not that y'all haven't made this decision. It's not that y'all didn't think the decision to break up wasn't the smart move. It just, there's a lot of things that you are tied together with a person when you're in a relationship and everything ain't over when you say it's over as much as even if, one person may be they're still like no. so I, my issue wasn't even her uh him it was her right yeah. i agree with so. you i do agree again that dating someone that has a baby on the way or a young child i would say like months old is going to be messy mm-hmm. i just don't necessarily i'm not blaming either one of them or or committing to either one of them being a bad person because they decided to date during that time period. I'm not saying that Chloe is bad because she started dating a single man while he had a baby on the way. What I'm saying is you being surprised that he's a bad man when he started dating you with a baby on the way is shocking to me. I don't I know just, if I can subscribe to that I either. I just feel like if you... I mean, he... he I, mean, to me the proof is, I mean, he ended up being a terrible person. So to me, it's just... <laughs> it's, 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 it's like one of the was. most disrespectful things you can do. Like he... <gasps> I didn't, feel I, that I, I, I remember like... Like, because I was like, so like, is is this really happening? Like, didn't go to the baby shower. It was like, uh, to me, like, if you're not going to support the woman that you impregnated, how do I expect you to support but me? But support doesn't have to necessarily mean like, okay, him. But like, it's your baby. Like, I can about, still, my life her. can still go on even though we decide not. Now, again, him like not, if he didn't go to the baby shower, if he's not there during the first, like, supporting his child and all that kind of stuff, then yes, that to me, that's t- completely isolated from him dating Chloe. Okay, I I understand what you're saying. I to me it's disrespectful and I don't and I guess we can agree to disagree on like whether what the right protocol or not. I think dating someone that is more high profile than that you know is going to incur this amount yes. of publicity while I am carrying your child is just a different level of foul. And I don't and I'm not saying that like Chloe is wrong, but to me it is endemic of his characteristic so then to be like why people are blaming me it doesn't track to me because that to me was already gross and you fully invested yourself in that grossness at that time i will also say i don't think it's just the level of celebrity i mean if you're living in a neighborhood you slept with one girl got her pregnant y'all were together got her pregnant and then a girl she goes to school with i don't need to see y'all while i'm pregnant or whatever the case may be like so it doesn't I'm saying celebrity doesn't so much matter, or is relative to the scenario in which you're I guess in, I'm trying but- to figure out how much is his life supposed to be on hold just because some he got someone pregnant. But you, but you are also an active participant in that. I think, like, as a woman, like, I just think that it's a very vulnerable time for women Absolutely. when I'm carrying a baby and it's your baby. And it's if you're not going to be here to support me, like, but why, where, why where, can't he do both? Okay, but. To me, it didn't look like he was. So very much he could have done both. Okay. There is obviously like the aspect of doing both. But it's to me, he didn't. So that's where I'm speaking from. Are you speaking? And if you and if he didn't, if he didn't support her, like from an emotional standpoint, if like two years of dating doesn't even like. 
incur that much respect. Like, who else can I really, besides family? So, like, like there's not, was, like, a romantic relationship that I can rely on in most scenarios while I'm pregnant with your child where I can, like, have that level so, of, like, emotional support. Okay, so outside of Tristan, if he, if the father was going to the baby shower, going to all the doctor's appointments, making sure that... If he was Lawrence. Yes. Okay. Would you have felt different? Yeah. Okay, so so it's strictly because he wasn't being supportive and dating. Like a deadbeat dad before he was a before he was even a dad for real. And and I don't and going after the and I do think that he supports his baby. I think that he paid child support and he's probably like present in his life. But there is just like that like nuance element to me of of being (laughs) supportive in the gestation of your child that. and a nigga, just, I, ain't a nigga I don't want to fuck with. Like, well, yeah, like, like, I just, I just think that that's... I'd also add this. If he had Nick Cannon money, would it be okay? <laughs> I mean, he's an NBA basketball player. He's, like, not, I don't, broke. he's not hurt. He's not broke. He Nick has Cannon one had kid. multiple kids in one year. I mean, that's not I mean, he's trying. I'm, Who said mm-hmm. he was not trying? <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> like, like we applied the same logic to Nick. Like, we have not... But everyone's like open and aware and he's everyone's present. open and aware. And yes, he's present. But has his first He also regrets it. Has <laughs> sure does. Sure. So does. I don't really know if that's you okay, know. maybe that wasn't a All good right. example, but <laughs> if Tristan's first baby mama hasn't has she said anything about how she feels about it? I think that she has like just well, let me I don't know. I don't follow. I don't even follow so the Kardashians on Instagram. Allegedly. But what I don't, I don't, I haven't seen like a statement by her. I think that she just took the fine fuck you. Like I'm going to do this on my own. I think at but first there was controversy. Also, I just think that they've moved on. Is that controversy that the media created? Or could it be that she's in a space where she's like, I really, I really don't care. And I want him to move on and be happy with her because I don't want him no more. But I think it was, I don't know if it was about, less about Chloe and more about the baby. Yeah. To me, it's not about wanting to still be in a relationship with him. It just is like the fact that this is your baby. <laughs> like, right. it's not like it's your child too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. who deserves grace? No one. <laughs> well, in this situation, no, so, in this situation, so we, we've, we've gone all around. This, I'm, I'm bringing the, us back. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Mulberry bush, Boy, but uh, <laughs> in this situation, she's situation. That's the point. Uh, what's the word? <laughs> you can't. Uh, Chloe that. is requesting grace. However, she does. Uh, she did not give it to Jordan, who, though totally different circumstances, same man, y'all. She's looking for something that she's not willing to give. So mm-hmm. I don't I think that she should be mm-hmm. reserving grace for Jordan. Especially knowing the track record of her own man. Right. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I want her and then I'm thinking, he keeps doing okay, that yeah, shit for hours um, and hours too. I think that and I also hers think and hers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're on a roll. Yeah, she can request it, but I don't think I. I you have nothing for her. I have, I have nothing for her until <laughs> she takes a little bit of more accountability of where she's at, and I, I can understand being mad in the moment with Jordan, but at some point, it's like you never retracted any of that. Yeah, and also the fact that you've forgiven, like you've taken him back. Y'all had whole conversations it's about having another me. baby yeah. together and all yeah. kinds of stuff. You can forgive can him, but just, not her. Huh? Not right. that I'm curious for myself, but I need to understand. What's that? 
What dick is this nigga slinging? As to why. I don't know, because he's not. She is dick, so. Because he clearly don't wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Oh. He's also not cute. Oh. At all. Well, one, he's cute. He's not, and he's not like. Look at my body. I don't even know what he looks like. Harry's, <laughs> Harry's biggest thing is like, it's not, he's like a bag carrier. He's not really, like, he's not a popping dude not in the a NBA. Team manager. You know what but also gets me about him? So on. I watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's one of my guilty pleasures. Oh, you're not bad. And, um, his yeah he's not ugly he's yeah. just not fine to me right. um and what the season well what was supposed to be their last season which is not their last season <laughs> every um, time patrick sees a commercial he's like why did they have that whole farewell yes <laughs> and he's back on tv um yeah and like less than a year later which is what's really <laughs> but anyways he the, obviously i mean everyone wears makeup on these shows like even the men right. if you're on tv period you're going to wear makeup right his is like noticeable oh, and so for no. me to know it's um i mean i was like oh. like oh, okay. it's just like you just look to me, I think not that, that wearing makeup for men is bad. It just doesn't. It wasn't a good look for him. Well, I he feel, just didn't have the right audience. Obviously, obviously. <laughs> um, I I do reserve grace for Chloe. I guess, like in theory, because none of this has seemed like I reserve grace for her. I do feel bad that he cheated on her while she was pregnant. Uh, like that's definitely. really shitty. But I also, I, to me, it just is like this statement in and of itself seems short-sighted because like you don't understand why people are mad at you because he did the exact same thing to or maybe not the exact same thing but like he was like brazenly open with you while another woman was carrying his child like you're shocked that he's out with another woman while you're carrying his child i'm confused by the statement is she saying people are blaming her for her being being people are treating her like hillary rodham when it was bill that was cheating like oh you like you, you, you just probably ran him away because you uh, are so okay. I was like, I was really confused. But what you she know, was that is about. something that people do anyway. A yeah. man is quick to tell you like why I cheated because I wasn't satisfied at home. Okay, <gasps> not because you don't have self discipline. Mm. Oh, right. All right. Yeah. Right. Like, or what about the man that's that is well taken care of and yet you still do it? That's just called greed. That's what that is. Yeah. I mean, and we even our last episode, you there the patriarchy. <laughs> I love that everyone else is saying it, so I don't have yeah, to. Look, like, I've accepted it, all of your minds. It's wonderful. Yeah. This is how we break it down. I mean, the system is set up for men to constantly be able to do what they want, right? Mm-hmm. And for us to just kind of like... And for you to right. stick, I'm a stick beside Yeah, like, and, do, and like, even for a long time, like, we heard about, like, men having families all over town and, you know, the heard women staying. experience. Okay, I was trying not to keep it, you oh, know, not sorry. personal, but uh, here we are. <laughs> Um, and, you know, and women I feel like this is me all episode. Sorry. <laughs> just, it's yeah. ironic that it's called Reserve Grace, and this was my spicy. topic that I wanted to bring up, and yet. Oh, you are spicy. <laughs> Why did that give it all? Because Tisha, mm-hmm. it's yeah, I'm just young and spicy. Oh, okay. Yeah, now I'm spicy. <laughs> Someone spice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, we, the system is set up for men to be able to do what they want. I mean, and I should say this is what it is. Look, until they realize that the role is really reversed, I need for men to understand. Was look, I live by this. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Mm. See, if I'm re- not keeping my eye on you, it's mm. because you need to keep your eye on me. Oh. Well. Do you have a confession? No. These no. are my con- oh. <laughs> <laughs> That reminds me of the y'all remember the TikTok video where the young lady was recording and she was like, uh, he packing up because after the five times oh, yeah. uh, he cheated on me, I finally cheated oh, on him. Right. And he. Right. Like, yep, but, that's right. So, right. We so, had a conversation with. Um, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. We had a conversation with someone who was 
very much like you know i can uh oh it was (laughs) us um it's fine um we had a conversation with someone and we were like oh like if you cheat like do you expect to be taken back and he's like well if she takes me back that's my business i'm like okay but would you do it and he's like right well no like if she decides to take me back that's her business but that's not how i operate Mm. and it's just like the (laughs) the hypocrisy but it's because you know I don't know. I feel like they're learning that has been very interesting in like how we're supposed to regard relationships and women we take on a lot and blah blah. And we hate to have the conversation about of about accountability and you if you have boundaries and what your no-nos are and what your absolutely nots are, if they're non-negotiable, people can't really fuck with you but so much. You know what I mean? You can commit a wrong and then I can exit you out my life if that is my decision. But if you don't, then you let it in your life. And men don't be doing that the same way that women be doing it. Yeah. I mean, that's that's exactly what I was going to say. Just if you ask a man that, OK, because most of them, like if you look on TV, especially like with this reality TV air and men are the creep squad is in full effect. Right. And then most of them are like, man, that's my dog. OK, but if the woman was to cheat on that person, how would you feel? Man, they a hoe. Make like, it make like sense. we get pregnant. Is Tristan saying by, by her side? Right. No. Are you are you going to stay, or you, or is that going to be your reason to leave? If that's the case, then just leave. Yeah. Like it. It just just do it. Just stop. Do something else. Yeah. Do something. Stop. Yes. Just, I find the do something else. Do something else, or someone else, or whatever your heart. <laughs> or is, someone else. The facts. Whatever your heart desires, but. Don't do something that you're not prepared to also have done to you. Or I think it, or the consequences. Like right. I think whenever you decide to do something, um, period, whether it be good or bad, you just have to be you have to know that there's gonna be a consequence with your action. Now, right. um, what happens after that is up to Chloe or the woman or mm-hmm. whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're I guess no matter what the other person would do, you'd have to be, you have to know that there, there's two sides of this coin. Either that person can forgive you or they could leave. And so you would just have to be comfortable with whatever that is. And if he decides that he's going to leave off of one time and she doesn't, then I mean, that's something that you guys have to, that couple has to reconcile with. Right, right. Um, but mm-hmm. in terms of, I, I don't, I feel like Chloe probably wouldn't be getting dragged as much as she is. Had she just been like, Jordan, like what you did was effed up and I like I'm really upset about it, but you're young and you're not my man. So it is what it is. Like I respectfully, I like you're not invited to the Christmas party. Yeah, yeah, you can't come, but like I'm not I'm not going to fight you. And if my sister decides to keep being friends with you, that's on her. Right. Um, But my beef is with Tristan and we're going to handle this in-house or in our home, privately, whatever. The problem is when you go on your TV show and you're calling all these people up saying that they would fight her and all this other kind of stuff. And when you're in your 30s and she's in her she's a baby early 20s she don't know better yeah like I mean she she messed up absolutely it was a lot earlier than three years ago because that was just mildly pre-pandemic how old is that how old is Chloe's baby true is what like three or four oh okay well then maybe not more than three years 
But I mean, yeah, like I think had she just handled it differently and also like I said, like, watching this latest episode, knowing that Tristan has cheated on you, not once, not twice. And these are just the times he got caught. Right. Which means already, like, Who the fact that you got caught and you keep going, sir, I don't Right, and, like, he clearly has zero respect and for you. And doesn't wrap it up because you're getting people pregnant. Right, and you guys are talking about having another baby together. So it's just also just, like, you're... Has she decided that she can't get anybody else? Like, what is this? I mean, she's had very public, terrible relationships. Like James Harden? Forgot about him. Mm. Oh, um, oh, Lamar. Lamar yeah. Um, they were married. I mean, it was still a... But I, was it terrible because of the relationship or because of his problem? Or the interest I mean, isn't that the same, same thing? Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah but I, I mean, I would, I don't know that I would internalize that as much as like, like we, me just, being we just right. got a divorce because like we couldn't reconcile. If that uh, makes sense. Okay, so that's fair. She, she kissed him right before pandemic. So in early 2019, which means that she was probably... That's three what? years ago? Yeah. So she was 21. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, Either it way, was twenty. Still three years in the clear, even if it. Yeah, right. I mean, like twenty is still not bad. But I'm just like, <sighs> I don't know, because we could probably list off a whole name. Look, don't get me started. I could list off a name of them. Of what? Of what? Dwayne yeah. Wade's break baby. Oh, mm. Ludacris had one too. Ti mm-hmm. and Tiny, they stay in a perpetual state of. I'm pretty sure they're sent by your man. But it's interesting because even Gabrielle was like, if he had done that now, like I would have left him. Mm-hmm. That's a weird conversation to have in your household. <laughs> what? If, nigga, if you had done that shit today, I would be gone. Like, you you lucky I was weak 10 years ago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, whenever the fuck it was. Or were they married? They but weren't they married. They weren't married. Yeah. So that's yeah. a right before weak they... Because... But that's a different conversation. older generation is like, stick by your man? Mm. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's interesting to see, like, the growth and change of a woman. And I think a lot of it has to do with your confidence and your own self. But also I, the dynamics I, are different. A hundred percent. But I also, because yes. of celebrity, is that what you mean? No, because... Oh, from back then from, to now. Well, also, I mean, from dating to being married is just a different dynamic. A hundred percent. But I also feel Alex like... worse. Right. Because mm. then it's also like, is this the kind of personality you want to marry once you learn that in a dating phase? Mm. Um, is probably the question. But I also think that, I think that her self-confidence, sorry, Gabrielle Union self-confidence has changed immensely from then to now yeah and also i think that how she perceives herself i think she internalized a lot of that like her being difficult in the industry like she deserved it or something yeah i think a lot of that she internalized mm-hmm. in, a, in a sense that wasn't just based around her career mm-hmm. yeah and i also think um change behavior is a huge thing yeah mm-hmm. so like if you point. if you decide to you ha- you make a mistake in our relationship right. you decide that i mean what i did was mistake wrong. is i mean it's a huge mistake i'm not i'm not downplaying that like cheating and having a baby are like so knowing you were cheating without wrapping it up, yes, yeah. it or on break, right? Yeah, but and also you just like and you weren't. But you decided again, change behavior. If you had this conversation with your significant other, you have proven that you're not going to do it again, and that you're not the same person you were when you had. You just had a conversation. You right. gone to therapy, whatever. You decided to stay. Fine. Um, I think the problem with Tristan versus Dwayne Wade is we know not change behavior. Yeah, you've yeah. been lying about changing your behavior this whole yeah. time. Which is always the risk, right? Like yeah. anybody yeah. could always be lying. He's just a squirrel. Um, trying to get in there. <laughs> getting multiple nuts. Yes. Uh, confirmed that. We didn't even need to ask. Unwrapped nuts. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think that we should also have this conversation in not in the context of celebrity, but in the context of like maybe something more tangible. Like, so like who do we reserve? 
I don't know. I guess, should I read that meme? Yeah. And also, while you're pulling up the meme, let's hear it. Um, reserving grace is not necessarily reserved for people who or for wrongdoings in a relationship. Mm, true. Right. It could be for anything. Like if you feel offense of anything, like if you like somebody could, I don't know, it could be a friend, it could be a family member, it could be anybody. If you feel offense from something they did, said, whatever, then it could be. Are you going to reserve grace for that person? Are mm-hmm. you going to still remain friends with that individual? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It could be a, a number of things that you reserve grace for. It doesn't have to necessarily be cheating yeah, or right. like me. I reserve grace when Harry going to a convenience store and don't bring out my chip. Uh, we reserve grace for you when you don't be in the group chat. Mm. Which one? <laughs> Any of them. The group chats. <laughs> the fact that I get like, we get messages like that are like the... <laughs> I know you guys hate group chats, but <laughs> now because of you, because I don't hate group chats. I love them. Who says that? Nicole comes back into the chat and lets her lets us know how many messages she's missed since the last time she checked it. Two hundred messages. <laughs> like, well, it's been four days. So. Right. No, first of all, it, it might have been from that morning because I typically clear well, my messages out for our role. You know what I mean? We might have had a you good know, conversation. You the gifts be hitting sometimes. You yeah. gotta get them in quick. Anyway, well, read yeah. your meme. <laughs> this is how you be Before in our group chat. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm consistent. Facts B. I'm surprised you're here. Oh man, I feel like I should be the other one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I almost. <laughs> no, I almost. I almost. I'm so rolled out. We never know. It's always a gamble, y'all. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm gonna pull up the other one because it's about, it's more about communication than it is about <laughs> what this one was we reserve grace for you yes <laughs> okay so i'll take talk about cutting someone off or not responding to a text for two days Re- received a message myself at 11 30 p.m and then a follow-up the next morning asking if there was a deeper reason i wasn't responding this constant digital availability expectation is sickening Ain't it? <laughs> then, I resonate with all of this. Okay, this is a thread that we'll post when we post this episode. But well, I say that, but we're really bad about posting our right. references when we post episodes. So we'll try to remember. Is we're what I will promise lying. you. Not us needing a new button. <laughs> um, I get anxiety if people aren't responding to my messages, but then I remind myself I'm not the main character in their lives and move mm-hmm. on. Sometimes I put my phone on airplane mode if it's getting obsessive. There's no excuse for projecting that into <laughs> Did others. Did Nicole write this? <laughs> Nicole, you have something you'd like to say? <laughs> because I, well, okay, let's, let's unpack that. Like, if Nicole doesn't respond to us in like two days, I'm not concerned. But on day three, I'll be like, hey, sis, you good? Like, yeah. what's going on? At Nicole. Some sign of life. Yeah, like, are you okay? Because you're not responding. I see that often. Yeah. Yes. Proof of life, please. Because if you, after maybe a day or two, if you haven't responded to anything, then I'm like, okay, like, let's, something must be going on. But like, Fair. I feel like if one of us don't respond in like a couple hours, it's more like, oh. What's doing over there tomorrow? Yeah, like, are they okay? Is something going on? Are like you upset? Yeah, it's not, because we're usually pretty on it. Yeah. So I think it's knowing your friends. Yeah. And, and I think you're people- their employer, check their time card. First of all, I don't have a time card. And for a second of all, mind your business. Heavily. <laughs> your black business, not mine. Okay. Can we kids eat faster? Just yeah, so. like I do understand about the whole like feeling 
like I don't get upset when people don't respond to me, but I'm more so like if your history is to be responsive and all of a sudden you're not responsive, then I'm going to be like, oh, like I wonder if you're okay. Now, if you're now, I'm not going to expect you to respond to every single message I send right or right away, but I am going to check in. Like, mm-hmm. you don't need to respond to me, but are you good? Right. Like, right. send me an emoji. Like, I will like give y'all LOL all day. Yes. Prime laughing face. Really, you know what you're really laughing at? Right. Because it's been two hundred things. Right. It's been two days later. <laughs> it's my favorite funny. when you just come in and you say, "What the hell?" <laughs> and nothing else. And nothing else. And I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Or 200 messages later. The don't conversation respond. has turned so much. I'm just like, I don't even know what the fuck is happening right now. But you do come in like at the most awkward times yeah. sometimes. <laughs> Probably because like, it pops why up on this week. Decided to come into the conversation. Pops up on her screen. She's like, wait a minute. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Something pops. I'm like, what in the hell are they talking about? And then I'm like, oh, so we need to click at you. Ah, okay. Jesus has anxiety. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> and then Nicole will pop up. <laughs> Make sure you watch a lot of Oh my god! Yeah. Um, um, so it's like, do you guys feel away when people don't respond to you? I don't feel specifically. Oh. I think it again depends on like what you're saying. Oh, um, but I think um, I wonder if a lot of the tweets in this thread are more around dating. Mm-hmm. But I I don't specifically point. feel away if if how you're responding is in line with how you usually communicate. Right. It doesn't incur anything to me. Yeah. Now if it is a severe deviation, I get on high alert. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, it can be, and I'm learning that a lot of that is part of, like, my childhood. Like, if something drastically changes, like, I'm just like, okay, what's going on and how do I fix it? <laughs> like, right now. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, there is that oh, element of me. Oh, why that you have to fix it? And not just making sure that they're okay. I don't know, but I do, I, I've had this conversation, I do internalize it. So, mm-hmm. like, even mm-hmm. if, like, if you're usually, like, chatty throughout the day and you're having a day where you're very pensive and you're not chatty i'm thinking you're upset with me Mm. it it is my first my first thought and a lot of that is because of how um anger is presented in my home Mm -hmm. but also because um until you tell me something different i don't know Mm -hmm. so i immediately think it's something to do with me and now i've I've begun like actively. I have to actively tell my mind, like, listen, you it's don't know what's you. going on. Yeah. Don't make the assumption. Right. Like, y- until you know, like, just mm. operate as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that has helped. But sometimes I also, uh, I, it's hard because if you are upset with me, I don't want to come off as dismissive or insensitive to that either. Mm-hmm. Because I know that, like, sometimes um, when I'm upset, I don't have the easiest time communicating that right off the bat. Yeah. I communicate it in body language first before I'm able to articulate it or I feel like I'm in a headspace where I can verbally express that Mm -hmm. to you. So like, it's a little bit of a dance for me, but Mm -hmm. it is something that I'm trying to learn to not internalize. And sometimes when I'm dismissive of it, it's not because I'm like trying to, I'm just like, well, you're going to be mad until you're ready to talk about it because it is what it is. Um, So it's a little bit of No, I feel you. I think I do the same thing, um, but I'm less, I don't know if I internalize it as much, but I do understand that feeling for okay. sure. Mm-hmm. Sai, you give a deep sigh. I'm curious to know how you're feeling. Because I had to be delivered from the desire, <laughs> delivered. To, delivered from the desire to hear from people right away. Like mm-hmm. it took me in all your relationships. Oh, I actually remember us having conversations about this. Uh, n- romantically, all relationships. Okay, yeah. So all relationships because I have my best friend and I. Uh, you know, we've known each other pre-cell phone and all those type of things. So we were never Not really us. big. Known her since 
Not her since high school. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Nicole's like, who uh, is we were this? in elementary school. You got... No, no, I know Z. Nicole's like, and? <laughs> anyway, um, so our relationship started off where we weren't really talking a lot because we just, we were never following people. So that that's the only relationship where I didn't expect it. Mm. But as I started using the phone, I, you know, as I got older, I started using the phone a little bit more personally because I never was a really a big phone person. So then like interactions, it felt like, especially with text messaging, I don't know why, but like if I'm on the phone, if I call you, I'm expecting like, if you pick up, then we're having this conversation. So for texting, mm. and you pick up, then we're having this conversation. Mm. So it really took me a while to like, me a good while to get to the point where I was like, okay, they have other things to do. Like, yeah. mm. there's no need for you to like, like our conversation is not dead. No one's upset. There's like, so how would you feel if someone wasn't responding to you? What was your initial thought? Like, why start it if you can't maintain it? Maintain it and like the consistency. Of, yeah, like, well, in the middle of a conversation, especially like I, at the end of the conversation, you hang up the phone. There's no more conversation. So mm-hmm. end of the conversation. Cool. Till the next conversation comes up and we start talking about something. I'm not one of I really am like, okay, give me a second. Let me just handle this. I've gotten I think even with my own self, I've gotten better about I don't need to respond to this right away. Like just Ooh. because I've received this doesn't wow. mean that I need to respond to this right, right away. Okay, I'm on my Oprah. I have a question. Okay. Do you <clears throat> feel like so do you feel like you have to be av- available all the time? Or once you once you signal that you're available, you have to be available until the conversation has lended itself that you're not. I used to be like that. So that's what I had to get be delivered from, because I. When I'm in a conversation, I'm in a conversation and Mm -hmm. I don't. I used to not really, you know, try to multitask. I was in and I engaged. That was how I connected with people Mm -hmm. was I fully listened i fully engaged i gave you everything that you know you needed i was we've had conversations right like even in our conversations i'm listening i'm trying to hear i'm trying to be supportive that's kind of who i am and so lending that into the technology change of like you know if you're not face-to-face now i can just have a, a conversation with you via text message well i'm engaging with you and i'm giving you all of myself in this conversation, it wasn't like an impassing thing. So it's slowly becoming an impassing thing, but mm-hmm. it took me a while to get there. Is it a sign, was it a sign of disrespect? It would feel like that at times. Mm-hmm. Like if you would start a conversation with me, especially romantic. Sense. I don't know about so much with uh, a little bit. I did get a little upset with some people because I'd be like, I'm engaged. And they had to tell me, they were like, I have things to do. Like I'm not this. And, and for them, even within personal conversations. I have a friend, um, an ex coworker, and he's kind of flighty in conversations. Like he'll be there and then he won't listen for a few minutes and then he'll come back in. Not minutes. It can be. It's so funny because he'll randomly say something. He'll be like, girl, you know, I didn't even listen to minutes. You should just <gasps> not go. telling you. Yes. It, it, but that's. Let's be honest. It, yeah, he I'm is. Right. He's very honest, but. I would not great, talk to him. I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> no, he's a I'm great. On out. He's a great, he's funny. He's that comic relief you need in like any situation, but that's mainly because he ain't been paying attention. <laughs> so, he can afford to be funny because right. he doesn't care what you're talking about. Don't have nothing else to contribute to the conversation. Right. Exactly. Wow. But that, I'm offended. 
I, at first I was, but my other friend had to explain. She was like, girl, he, it's not that he does not care, but that's just really the type of person he is. You yeah. are a fully engaging person. He is not a fully engaging person. So yeah. the are very our opposites attract and no it's just a French it's a friendship but that's it is what it is he's he's not that friend you can rely on for an in-depth <laughs> conversation it's just he's just not but he's just still or a to be person. invested in our conversation our friendship like he is he's not no, a terrible okay. person but sometimes so <laughs> it depends on like what you're because like with ADHD that's a, it's a thing that like if, yeah. if you especially for people who no offense Daya, but mm-hmm. monologue sometimes it's hard to be <laughs> Engaged for like a long amount of time, so I can. I don't mean to be shady. I know I'm not trying to be shady, but like it can be. It can be hard if it's not. Um, if it's less conversational, if it's more like you talk, I listen, and then I talk. No, I get it. Sometimes I do check out. Um, momentarily, you were looking at me. Yes, but not for minutes. It might be like 10 seconds. I'm like, my brain was like, wow, what did I eat for breakfast again? That bird. Wow. What a bird. Like that prayer thing that, said. Yes, like a prayer. Yeah, absolutely. But minutes, my nigga, you checked out for minutes. Okay. I'm so in all Okay. This may be an exaggeration. But I'm just saying, like, it's very clear that he's not paying attention. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. I was going to say, so somebody brought to my attention, there was an episode where you were talking and I look as if I'm in a whole nother world. But then I chime in because was the person Carol? In the last episode? Uh, no, she said oh, that in between. Was, oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, sorry. So I was talking and I was like, I'm sitting right here when that happened. <laughs> I was like, what happened? <laughs> no, I was actively listening to the situation. But I was still listening to everything that was being said just because I wasn't Making eye contact. Yeah, you and look I, bored AF. But I also, I truly believe that I have some level of social anxiety, which is why sometimes I don't like to go out. It's not other than and that. And you don't I pay attention? Don't, I was able to respond. <laughs> okay, no, but don't, don't get defensive because this is a real thing. And I've had conversations about this around church because that's when people see it. But the same thing happened to me in school where I can't listen to the same voice talking or like beyond 10 minutes, I, I can't do it without doing something, something with my hands. Yeah. Like it's either I'm going to fall asleep because I'm uh, because asleep. of the state of my inactivity <laughs> oh, like this. Mm-hmm. And, my, and I'll be I'll think I'm awake until I open my eyes. And then I'm like, oh, wow. I thought I was paying attention. You're okay. the one person that will fall asleep in an so that's sometimes even like watching movies is like while i'll make myself busy because if i'm not if i'm not moving if i'm not if i don't have like something that is engaging me like i i won't i am not able to sit still and pay attention for long amounts of time so I, okay i have a, a follow-up do you because I know you, okay, I'm hoping this is okay. Because I know you recently we can cut it out of the time. realized that you have adult ADHD. Yeah. So is it, because I sometimes I think, I know for you it's different because you've actually been able to diagnose what's happening. Yeah. But for me, for example, like when I'm driving, I have to like actively tell myself not to check my phone. Like I'll find myself reaching for it yeah. because not idle hands for me is, um, same thing. I feel like I start getting anxious about things if my hands aren't doing things. Mm. So I don't know if it's or because I don't know if that's a sign of the times where like we mm. our phones have been attached to yeah. us for right. years. 
So I don't know if that's just because of who we are in our age group or if it's like for you where it's actually. So I don't know the answer to that because sometimes it happens to me and sometimes I'm fine just Mm -hmm. like being, but like I have to be, for me to be like fine, like driving, like I have to be, it has to be a playlist like that I love, that I know that I'm like, I can engage with while driving. So Mm -hmm. like that for me is like the nuanced difference, but I don't, I don't know if that is like a sign of what social media does to our brains because it's made to be addictive or if that is ADHD. I don't have the answer for that. Yeah. Hmm. Do you feel, do you have that? I don't feel like I have to be doing something because Lord knows when I shut it down, I shut it down. You do. mm-hmm. like, I don't even know. Like sometimes you, when you go on work trips, will like not check Instagram. And I'm like, wow, what's that like? <laughs> like, well, well, I have that, like autonomous ability to not do it. I make time even because sometimes it's just as like a like a brain like release for me. Like yeah. I think maybe it's like a quick like but dose I will of dopamine say, of just like new information. Because I'm someone that is very responsive and that's usually very active on all my group chats, all of my social media platforms, even if I'm not posting, I'm like in it. So I will probably tell the people that I speak to on a daily basis, like you, I have two other friends and my husband and like my family. I'm going on a work trip from these dates or I'm out of town, whatever. I will not be as responsive because I don't want people to feel like Mm -hmm. something's wrong, something's going on, whatever. I preface it with, I'm not going to be as communicative as I typically am. Um, But yeah, when I'm, legitimately working i don't have time to yeah there's a thought well i think that that's the difference for me is that i can be legitimately working but if i'm not actively doing something with my hands like if work is like conceptual if i'm like putting together like a slide presentation or if i'm like in a in a team's meeting or something it's not the same level of activity for me so like I have to be like when I was like when we were moving things from our office, I was on Instagram that day because I was actively doing things. And mm-hmm. that's the the switch for me. OK. And that's OK for me. I could be in a meeting, but I'm actively helping someone like in teams. So mm-hmm. my multitask is, is all in front of me mm-hmm. to a point where I'm like. My sister and I call it our war room because we have monitors that we're working on simultaneously of doing different things. But like a desk. Right. The opposite <gasps> called it. A desk? No, I said mega desk. Oh, yeah. I think it's like a desk. <laughs> <laughs> no. But okay, I was going to say something earlier, but then I forgot. Now I'm just going to ask y'all Sorry. a question. So does it bother y'all that I don't respond as much? No. Mm-hmm. No, because I think that's you. Yeah. Had okay. you were, like, it's easier to make fun of you because of it. Yeah, yeah, it's fun because we're all active and you're not. But it's like, <laughs> it's who you are. Now, if Tiff or Saya like, went MIA like you, I'd be like, okay. What's going on? What's going on? Like, are you okay? Just send, send an SOS, say that you're fine, and then I'll leave you alone until you're ready to communicate. But is it fair to also say that while I'm not in group chat, when I'm when we're in this setting, I would like to think that I'm vocal. You are. With y'all. No, when you're, when you're present, person, you're present. Different. Yes. Yeah, when you're present, you're present. It is strictly over virtual, virtual means. Well, in all fairness, last night, just last night, I got out of the car. I, I now have two phones. I got uh, out of the car. Two Found. Yes, I do. For those reasons, actually. Um, I left both of them in the car and I was like, do I? No, fuck it. Somebody wake me up. Make sure I'm up in enough time to get to where I got to be one time. And that's what I was like. I'm not concerned. Like, there's When I tell you the nothing, level of anxiety that would have went through my that part, body. That part. The, the only people that I'm truly concerned for are all in this the space with me. Hmm? First of all, we weren't there. So we what weren't are you talking about. I mean that actually need my assistance that don't have people. Mm-hmm. That, that's not what you said. 
at all. You would you like to rephrase? Words mean yes. things. <laughs> I would like to rephrase the people who actually depend on me. Mm-hmm. We're all in my presence. Okay. Mm-hmm. Y'all have people that y'all can depend on. Mm-hmm. Even though when y'all need somebody, who's there? Not you if you don't have your phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's not yes. that if your phone is in the car. <laughs> when there's something that happens, I'm always present. Shut up. Tiffany <laughs> had a whole meltdown Next. this morning and you were gone. Yes. <laughs> what meltdown did you have? We'll this talk morning? about it later. Not right now. Not right Check now. Check the group chat. Not right now. Mm-hmm. Don't scroll mm-hmm. up. <laughs> you know what? Had a meltdown. She came with supplies. She was like, "Oh, you need this? Bet <laughs> right." See, I came. Re- I can't Actually, complain. I did. I, can't I did come ready. You so, did scroll up. Probably. Well, it's because in WhatsApp it starts you where you left off. Oh, that's true. Yes. It does do that. <laughs> and then I very quickly go like this. <laughs> the disrespect. So should we be reserving grace for Nicole? I uh, we thought we already were. <laughs> But I will say, I was going to say, but we also know you enough to know if you don't check in, we have to check in on you. That's Mm -hmm. why we got so many of these podcasts where we talk about how we just be pulling up on you regardless of what you say. Yeah. And if you then still are like, um, not, I also know sometimes I have to text you individually to make Mm -hmm. sure you're okay. And so then I'll go in the group chat. But okay, I just texted Nicole, and <laughs> why are we all? Doing she's that? really busy, but she's yeah. good. Y'all do. I appreciate you for that because I actually I do much better with one. I think that's a part of my social situation. Is in large settings, I'm just like I can't. I, Not I can't. our group chat being a large setting. Thing. <laughs> like, Who are you We're performing so, for? Right. No, I'm not performing. But it is a real thing. Like I've had. Like not private, but I've had conversations with all of you one on one that are different I, than our group chat. Yeah. I mean, I definitely understand that, but I mean, like, I still don't feel it's like just, I got to perform. But for I you also know. still feel no. And maybe I mean, it's not a performance; it's more so like a shutdown. Than but anything. do you? Okay, so okay, we're having a real like friendship. Yeah, y'all here. are gonna be a part of it. Yeah. yeah. So chat, like, welcome to the group chat. So like, when I check on you, and I assume that when our conversation is okay to share in the yes. group chat. Is that okay? It's fine. Okay, because like now I'm like, oh God. Because sometimes I feel like if you don't respond, I will be like, okay, this is what's going on with Nicole. Like either like pray for her or she's fine. Or, you know, she's just being Nicole. She just, you know, right. she busy. <laughs> she right. working. She working. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like it's, I still share. No, it's, there's only a handful of people that I would absolutely trust my entire life with. And y'all are it. So... If y'all share amongst yourselves, I assume that we all, to a degree, she wants us telling, to. And all twenty so people, that not that I want us to, but I might be telling one of us. I assume that we all have group chats without one of us in it, at some level. Oh, for some for the purpose, like birthdays, right, or to plan months, birthday yeah. parties, good, to good do thing. like <laughs> no, 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 for, the, for it's that not purpose. It's like no, it's yeah. it's definitely it to make sure that we're okay. Yeah, yeah. I will yeah. say that about this group is that. I was just talking about actually before we started this podcast about like how happy I am that we are a sincere group of friends that we check each other when we need it. We love on each other when we need right. it. We ask the questions that we need to be asked if we know that something isn't quite right. But there's never like judgment or shame yeah. or right. shade. There's plenty <laughs> to be clear. Sure. There's that. not like judgment or shame. There's nothing that you can't come back from there's nothing that like we're trying to like make you feel ostracized for it's right. all out of love it is all out of like did i overstep did am i reading this wrong like is 
is everything okay? Are you reading this how I'm reading this? Like, that's what I feel like. It's more so like a pulse check and a gut check at the same time. Yeah. Than it is anything else. Or like, yeah, that's how I read it. It's not in any form malicious by by any means. It's more so like, I want to make sure that my people are fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say if we're talking outside of someone, it's because we don't feel like, having like these random memes or going back and forth is appropriate when that person is going right. through. Yeah, right. right? So like if we're having a conversation where we don't include Nicole, it's because, okay, Nicole is stressed out. So us sending messages back and forth about Khloe Kardashian or right. whatever at this moment isn't appropriate when she's stressed out. You yeah. know what right. I mean? Especially so that's where we left off in the group chat. And it's like, well, I don't, I'll save this for later. Yeah. <laughs> but I also really want to talk about this. <laughs> I need to share it. Yeah, but this person can't handle it. So I think it's again, it's it's knowing who is in your in your friend group, preserving. I think this is also the epitome of reserving grace for sure. For sure, and I also feel like it's an ode to our age. Being auntie age, I don't know that I could have this conversation with the same like being as pragmatic in my twenties. Like Mm -hmm. there's still some element of me that like knowing that there's a group chat without me. I'm like, oh, I can take it. No, most of my also, group chats are like, man, no, fuck that bitch. But also, I'm, <laughs> but also, I'm glad that you guys care enough about me to be having those conversations. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, in my 20s, I don't know that I would have the Ooh. maturity mm. to, to have that realization. Yeah, I think mm. I'd be hurt. Like, dang, they're talking ish about me. Yeah. I think my social anxiety would be like, oh, they're talking about me. It not they're protecting your, your me. Your mind would be lying right. to you yeah, about like, exactly sure. what's happening or why it's happening. Right. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And I think. I love y'all. That's an ode yeah. to a lot. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? I will say that I just recently had a conversation about how I know a lot of adults that don't have good friendships. Mm-hmm. Like, I can say I have multiple. Y'all are definitely top. Uh, but I've, you know, I've had high school friends that I still talk to. I have college friends that I still yeah. talk to. <laughs> and y'all talk about me and my friends outside well, me too, of here. Actually. Right, but I'm just saying from the standpoint that, like, I know, but I, then I know people I mean, to be who, fair, we don't even since you were a toddler, so that's mm-hmm. not shocking. Uh, but I've known people, I know people who, you know, don't really even have one or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, not even talking about groups, just one or two people. Yeah. Literally, and I can I'm, probably list and I'm, them. I'm grateful to have been blessed in that respect with y'all and my other friends as well. Mm, other friends. Um, <laughs> I'm sick and tired of hearing about these. <laughs> Thank you for being so gracious. <laughs> How appropriate. You got other friends that I don't like it. Uh, but yeah, it's a blessing because yeah, everybody sure. don't have it. Um, and, you know, every group is not, of course, not the same, but I'm grateful for y'all. I'm grateful yeah. to have the type of friendship where you can do this because everybody's not. I don't know if it's the individuals who don't have that are unable to do it or right. if it's just the people that they're meeting. Well, that's but the real I, question. Because I, I feel bad. I also don't know. Sorry. I'm yeah, also yeah. glad that like we're not. It's not like we have this friendship and we're surface. Right. And we feel like we have this connection. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we like get into the weeds with each other and like really like, you know, get right. into the thick of it. And still we have this bond. And I think that's what makes it so invaluable. Yeah. So my niece actually complimented us. She was like, it's really dope that you have your core group and that like it, it really sh- I would like to think it shaped how she values friendship mm-hmm. because it's deeper than just like you said it's deeper than surface level 
it's deeper than just like it's not fickle at all. It's like, you know, that people move out of love, whether it be to your benefit or not. And I personally think that it, like I said, it shaped her friendship group because she's like, you have a circle of friends and I've always watched you like it's it's never been a lot, but it's always quality. Mm. Do you think that too? was a bar? Yeah. It was. Was it Madison? Okay, I think on that note, uh, we'll shift into our third and last point about reserving grace. We talked about um, talking about celebrity and having grace for them or not, if maybe if you're me. Um, <laughs> and then having grace in your own group chat, your own friendships. And now we'll just talk about like reserving grace and having grace for people as a whole. And so I'm going to read this tweet by Kira J. And it says, um, Every time someone commits suicide, y'all get on here with the be kind. You never know what someone is going through post. Then immediately, 24 to 48 hours later, y'all are back on being cyber bullies to strangers on the Internet. Mm. Then Monday, mental health matters. You never know what people are going through. Be kind. Wednesday. Oh, my God. Summer Walker looks so fucking stupid. Look at her hair. <laughs> y'all didn't even make it a week. <laughs> I just don't. When did I understand that social media is an is an area where you can go to express how you're feeling? Because that's originally how it started. Like, let's be clear. When Facebook first rolled out, it said Nicole is feeling blah, blah, blah. (laughs) That's what it started out as. So I understand that that is a space where you can go to express how you feel. However. Is how you are feeling, is it being judgmental towards someone else? And if that's the case, if that's the case, would you want somebody saying the same thing about you if you were in that situation? Mm-hmm. Is how I feel about mm-hmm. it, which is probably why I don't post much. Not because I'm judgmental, because I'm like, there's enough <laughs> things being spewed in the cyberverse. Yeah. That. So that's fair. But is being judgmental publicly and being judgmental in the group chat different? Yeah, because I was like, I made a commitment, I feel like a long time ago to like for my social media to be more social instead of like controversial. Yeah. Like, that's why I unfollowed like spiritual world and the shade. Oh, that's not what I meant. I meant so <laughs> more- <laughs> I'm definitely on them pages. Messy. Yes. yes. I meant more so like on my personal page. Like I don't post about like the war between Russia and Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Or I don't post mm-hmm. about like um politics or a lot of different like to make to evoke conversations or people to like then give their opinion on my opinion right like i stopped doing that because i feel like this is causing me a lot of anxiety that just doesn't need to happen right so everything that i when i do post it's funny or fun or what have you like there's right. just and when i have my like real controversial conversations with people that i actually know right and that actually know me like in our group chats we talk about like real issues, current events, things that are happening. Yeah. Um, but for that very reason, because I was like, for me, I, I take a lot of things personally. Mm-hmm. And so if we're on right. social media and I post something and then you're arguing with me, like my, I'm sweating, my palms are like, I'm like, my heart is being really fast because I'm trying to figure out how to respond to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm fixated on that mm-hmm. and nothing else. Like, huh. mm-hmm. so, so I, for my own mental health, I had to stop. Okay. <laughs> so I was going to say, I'm glad you brought that up because when you have a conversation privately, it's a safe space, or at least you feel like it's a safe space for you to voice your opinion and know that, you know, as the saints would say, know your heart, then they know what your intentions are. So there's no offense being taken. If, if that comes up at all Mm -hmm. versus someone who 
doesn't know you. They don't know what your intentions are. They don't know who you are as a person. My tone through a tweet Mm. or whatever. It's kind of like, I know, like at work, it's you send an email or an IM. Somebody takes out a contact, you get them on the phone. Like, look, this is what the intention was. A little spicy. Let me go ahead and call you. Right. Because you don't know what the intention is behind someone's word. You don't know if that period is a period. If the exclamation mark is an ex, like it's too many, right? It's too many different. Or if you're excited, you you don't know how to interpret it coming from someone who you have minimal communication with versus someone who you talk to regularly. Mm -hmm. And I would like to like social media. I don't know. I just don't have patience for opinion. Like I I barely have patience in time for having conversation with those that I love in text message, I sure yeah. shit don't have <laughs> time and patience for people to argue how I feel about something. So that's interesting too. Is it, is it that people are commenting on the things that you're posting or are you the people that be in the comments of like very popular posts? No, I'm not on nobody's comments. Neither am I. I don't ever do that, but I did it accidentally last week on one of Washingtonian oh, problems. Yeah. I saw it after you and and I, was like, message. I was like, wow, look at this. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. I just, <laughs> it was like people fighting in the post of the caption that oh, I wrote yes. and I was just like, I didn't know. Okay, well, I just that was controversial. re-engaged. I just thought that it was very clear um, <laughs> that this happens. Um, so I think I, I never do that and that has probably deterred me from doing that even more than never doing or rarely doing it. Um, but I do feel like I, I have a folder on my Instagram that is like, it's just a black fist. And it's just like things that happen in the news that are like pro-black or anti-black. And I, I don't know when I started this folder, but I think I probably in 2020 is when I started it. And it was just like, not with the intent of doing anything besides. I know that when I was a kid and I was learning about like racism, I thought that it was like archaic. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's so funny that. <laughs> That you had to deal with that. Not funny. Sorry, that's rude. I was just like, oh, that's, that's sucks that you had to things. deal with that. Yeah, but but we're like, past it. I don't have to. You know what I mean? Like, I we're like so far past that that like I'll never have to deal with that and like how wrong I was. Mm. Um, and so like it's really just like I have never like looked at the folder. Like I've never gone into the folder and like looked retrospectively. But just like the whiplash of like in one day, and it's not even like all black issues sometimes it's just like women's issues but like in the same day as like you know we get a black woman supreme court justice for the first time mm-hmm. and in tennessee they are um trying to make child marriage laws ago wait so what is state. the point of this folder for you i think for me it just is like like kind of like timelining like the realities of where we are mm-hmm. so like not from like the standpoint of like it's history or it's like it's just, just like events. just like as like as social media is developing, like we're still like having fights that I thought that we would be well beyond at this point or like having like conversations that I thought we would be well beyond that, like laws that we would be well beyond or that we are still ascending to in other places. It's not all negative. A lot of it is positive. And so it just is like really positing like those things. I don't sometimes I ask myself the same thing, like, why am I like creating this folder? And I don't. I don't really have an answer. I don't know what its purpose is yet. But in my mind, it's just like. Like a real time, like way to show maybe to my future kids, like this is like in my lifetime, not even just in my lifetime, but like in the time that I started creating this folder, like the events that have passed, because I know that like 
when we were talking about like MLK, like really being like out of touch with how recent that was in my youth. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like really not having a context for like how it was not long ago that those things were taking place and like trying to conceptualize that to maybe a future generation because I wasn't able to conceptualize that for myself Mm -hmm. at that time. Okay. To your point, they put it in a book. And when you put it in a book, it makes and it in black pack- and white. Right. I was just about to say that too. The fact that they made it's it in black and white makes it feel in black and white. So it makes it feel like it's through history. So it puts a level of distance between mm-hmm. it. But mm-hmm. to so sometimes in social media, I avoid from engaging certain things because of the climate that we're in, mm-hmm. with having some leadership that invoked a certain type of Mm-hmm. separation mm-hmm. amongst the masses mm-hmm. and in dealing with that it's almost like i don't want to an effort for me to try to work on myself and not passing judgment on people or to put somebody in a box because of their thinking i perp- am intentional about not engaging in certain activity whether it be politics or things like that because I know what works for me and mine. Oh, interesting. And yes, social media kind of sometimes forces you to choose a side, I feel like. Yeah. Is it social media or is it our politics? I think it's it's interesting to me that this conversation has geared towards our politics on social media. Like, that's like the breadth of this conversation. I I find that very intriguing. It's, it almost makes it. I know for we had a whole conversation at work where it was like, you know, how to discuss taboo subjects at, you know, within the workplace. And I'm like, but I don't want to do that Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I don't want you to tell me something that you feel that I think may be controversial or completely against who I am as a person Mm -hmm. versus you thinking away about me. I'd rather just get the work done. Yeah. Let's focus on this. Sorry. Friends that don't agree with your politics? I have friends of friends. Like, girl, I can remember vividly, I posted, must have been earlier, late last year, I believe. It had something to do with regards to the vaccine. And it wasn't even, when I say to me, it wasn't, it wasn't picking a side. It was more so just, telling people to, you know, do some research, make sure, you, you know, whatever decision you have, blah, 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 blah. But her, my friend's girlfriend jumped on and was like, oh, you know, we shouldn't be getting the vaccine. And I was like, I respect your opinion. Like, I don't, you know, that's what you decide to do. I was like, I respect your opinion. We can agree to disagree because one just never said that anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like projecting right. all your issues onto exactly. it, yeah. like wanting to play in the flames of something exactly. that you wanted to bring to the conversation. So I don't, I don't necessarily believe that it, the thing the, that the things have, or that this conversation even moved into political. I think people have tried to make things political that are not mm-hmm. political, yeah, that's a good right? Point. Um, yeah. So for me, social media has never been. One, I remember the only reason I even got on Facebook, I can vividly remember this, is because my friends wanted to stay connected. Right. That was it. 
Like it really wasn't about and then Russia. (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. (laughs) Um, so I think that I do follow people who probably quote unquote have the same politics, but for me it's not I've never been about politics. You know, I have an interest in like uh, homelessness and housing and um, yeah. there's other things. Um, racial inequalities does fall within that, but it's not a political it's, issue. It's not a political issue, issue for it. me, right? Yeah. And so I understand if it feels that way now because I don't know which one came for chicken or the egg as far as the well, stuff is concerned, but it doesn't feel chicken. like, yeah, I, I, I don't, it doesn't feel like it, that was the end. I, I don't remember anyone ever being like, I want to discuss my political views on social media, yeah, no. right? Like, Mine I think was very polarized. I think Donald Trump um, changed a lot of things for me. Can I preface this really quick? Mm-hmm. I just want to explain my comment about Russia in case it's like less known, but there was a documentary. I can't remember the name of it. If I remember it, well, am I lying again? Am I going to post it in our stories? I'm not sure, but I'll try <laughs> to. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there was a documentary on Netflix and it was talking about the role Russia played in on social media in our politics pre-Donald Trump, basically preparing us for Donald Trump and how it really polarized the nation. So not only because our politics are bipartisan, it feels polarizing already, but it's extra polarizing on social media. Mm-hmm. And that's not how social media started, but it, right. it is a wave that occurred on social media. And not only because of that is a way for marketing, right? But because of a lot of uh, Russian entities were like creating fake profiles and like creating bipartisan Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. thought processes and like really and i thought that this was like i was like okay like i understand but like how far is it gonna go like how far is it really gonna change your mentality and i watched this documentary and i was like this shit is crazy they tried it in ukraine first that's the only reason they even knew it worked and so and and brexit Mm -hmm. is an aftermath of that that it also happened in the caribbean somewhere i want to say trinidad Mm. um before it happened here and so like seeing this trend is like a, it works, and B, it is very polarizing. And so, like, to think of what social media would be had that not happened is right. maybe a different beast. But also, like, now that we're in the reality that we're in, it is so interesting that when we talk about how to reserve grace for people on right. social media, it is it does really become a political conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, that yeah. is so intriguing to me. And well, sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say... um, there are some things where I'm like, is this, and I've seen other people say this too, is this real controversy or mm. is this being, cre- is this created controversy? Because I remember like when, like for example, when um, Hallie became the new Ariel and people were like mad that a black person could be Ariel when mm. the animated Ariel is white. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're like, has anyone actually seen people be mad about Hallie mm. being uh, Ariel? Or is it like some created controversy just to start a, con- a conversation? But it's interesting too what your algorithm will put you into. Because like yeah. I don't, because I don't follow, there have been multiple conversations that we've had on this podcast where I haven't seen the controversy because of my algorithm right. versus like what your algorithm may be. Right. And yeah. it is predicated on like, you know, I guess like what accounts you follow and like what your friends follow. Yeah, for and sure. What you click like on. Like all that. Yeah. So like it, I mean, all of that is interesting from that from the standpoint of not just what is real and what is not, Mm -hmm. but also from like, what are you seeing based on like what this platform decides to show you and what it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, and I hate that I'm even bringing this up, but like the Will Smith, um, Chris Rock situation. I remember I was talking with my brother who has a lot of Caucasian friends. Most of my friends are black. 
So like what I was seeing about what people felt about Will Smith was completely different. When he was telling me stuff, he was just like, oh, this is terrible for his brand and he's going to get this, this and this. And I'm like, I'm not seeing, like, where are you getting this from? Because what I'm saying <laughs> is like completely different than what you're pro- like, what you're projecting to me. And then I was surprised about a lot of like what occurred. Well, yeah, too. But then like, even like about his him getting his like uh, talks about getting his Oscar revoked. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, but I him being banned for 10 years. Well, that's what I'm like, I, crazy I literally had not seen that at all. Endorsements until, being pulled. Yeah. And so he said something and I just started digging a little bit deeper. I was like, oh, like, oh, white people are mad. I didn't know that they I didn't know people were. It's crazy to me that that would happen. But like, there's never been any conversation around like Harvey Weinstein or a whole bunch of other well, people that, that have like. Can I just say this? I genuinely believe. The Oscars would be like, look, we gave these niggas an inch. And wow. then it took a whole mile. First of all, they, they should be sending Will Smith the fight basket. They should be. Because no the one ratings. has watched the Oscars in years. <laughs> and so now <laughs> they've been basket. trending for weeks. Right. You know what I mean? True. So like they should send him a thank you. I also wonder on the other side of that mm-hmm. conversation, and this is going to be the only thing that I ask about it, is does that joke even... Is it even commentary the next day if the slap doesn't happen? No, after? no, absolutely not. No, because it, it wasn't no a joke. Right. So the fact that people were like so like up in arms, all he deserved to get hit because like that joke was like way out of line. I'm like you, yeah, I don't. I'm sorry. Have you, you ever been to have... a comedy show? First okay. of all, there's a lot. I mean, we can talk about this. For it's not. Yeah, we're not. Okay. We're not. Yours because it's tired. Now. Whatever. Um, I mean, yeah, the last song time this comes was out, about being tired of the song is how I feel yeah. about it. Okay, so let me ask you this. Okay. <laughs> Do you wait? Is it about the slap? Yes. No. Okay. I hate everybody. (laughs) So, do you? Since we're talking about reserving grace, do we reserve grace for people on social media? How do you mean? Yeah. So, in like, do you know them in real life or you don't? Well, okay. So, I'll say this for me. I do have acquaintances because we were talking about people who have different thought processes as us. I do have. I do know of people who have a different. My coworkers. Hmm. that plus definitely a couple of coworkers that have a different thought process and poke the bear a oh, few times no. a week. If I don't know, if I don't know you in real life, I will unfollow you in a second. Me too. Like, and even if I know you in real life, there's some, been some people mm-hmm. that have showed their ass to me on social media in this, these last two years. And I've just been like, I'm but good. it's also been for me. It's been a lot of people I grew up. I went to high school with. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, I'm Same. not friends with you, but, like, we're connected because when Same. Facebook first became a thing, you accepted yeah. everybody. Right. Um, and so after, I would say Donald Trump was a huge um, uh, turning point for me. Because it was mm-hmm. more, I can, I think I said this before, I'm okay if our political uh, views on things are different. Like, I don't, we can have a different or varying opinions on things. It's when, like, who I am as a person is being threatened by your opinion on things. Right. And Donald Trump really highlighted that for me. It's not. And now I'm like, I, don't, I can't reserve that. grace for you because I actually, actually don't know you. So I don't have to interact with you. <laughs> right. So I actually don't have to see you on the Internet either. So my right. unfollow game is very, very strong. Right. But what is reserving grace when it's not someone that you know in real life? There is and none for me. talking directly to you. <laughs> there is none I feel me. like me unfollowing you is me reserving your grace instead of like, oh, me reading your Oh, me like being with your fill? Yeah, because right. I don't have to be in this space. Yeah, I'm leaving. Like, I don't have to be here. And there are aspects of that that is just like are based in... I was watching this comedy special. I actually is gonna hate me when I when he listens to this because he loves this guy and I can't remember who he is, but he's he's Asian and he was talking about um how he's lived in various countries and how he is now living in America and how it's like so different because things are visceral. Um in the visceral. In the <laughs> Is it myopic? In the oh my God. <laughs> I don't even know that's for context, but it's not. 
but it's okay. <laughs> she used it once before and I okay. had to GTS. It was the last time. <laughs> Thank you very much. It was added GTS. Now I lost my point. <laughs> All, right. All right. I think Google Visceral so I could be in on the conversation. Because I didn't even know what, what this does it mean? Visceral response. Um, relating to deep inward feelings rather than to the internet. Never going to remember that shit. What Why did you say you before say? you before you interrupted me? Um, d- people on the social media, not like I will block them or unfollow them, not reserving grace for them because I don't have to visceral. <laughs> not helpful. It. Sorry. The fact that I have to Google word you use is problematic His for point me. Was like, he was talking a lot about politics. Oh yeah, Asian man. Maybe I'll oh, talk myself yeah. into Netflix. it. But I can't. Remember, I still can't remember my core point. He was. He talked a lot about politics, and he was talking about. It was. It was very shady stand up, but it was hilarious. He was talking a lot about how people with a D average now suddenly know like biochemistry. Facts <laughs> <laughs> be facts. He was like, "You were in the back of the class. Now you want to be in the front during a pandemic? Sit back down." Um, <laughs> Sorry, that is so funny. <laughs> okay, well, have, look, not that you need a degree to be smart, Listen, but you should watch you have any credentials, any certifications. I'm not even gonna lie, the CDC lost a lot of credibility as well. <laughs> you know what? Even if you test positive, it's fine. If you don't have any symptoms, it's gonna work. Yeah, it's three okay. days, don't it's fine. We went from two look, weeks to three. Oh, wait, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's, you'll, you'll be fine. It'll be great. Crazy. I, 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 to to Carol's question, yes, I think or who's no to, uh, I don't even know where we are. Nicole's question. Nicole's question about reserving grace for individuals that we do not know. Tiff, I have to say I agree with you. If I don't know you like that, then my grace is the grace of me not being there. Yeah. Right. Um, and mainly because I think grace is knowing whether or not the space in which you are occupying really requires you to be there or not. Like if we're, if, if I walk into, if I physically walk into a space and recognize that I'm not either, I don't like to be in this space or people that are in this space are not doing what I want to do. The grace is letting you do what you need to do on your own in this room. While I go take myself. I remember myself. I think that that's, I think when people will say, Oh, who are you reserving grace for? A lot of it has mainly to do with with celebrities because we all feel like we know them. Yeah. But when you're talking about people you don't know that really are adding no value to your life because I can't, I don't know you, so I can't talk to you, but talk about you to anybody else because right. they wouldn't know you either. So the grace of life is you know, walking away. Yeah. But I think a lot of people don't. And where we're at right now is that social media enjoys being social but a lot of times it ends up like there are good things about it, right? So yeah. you see so many people who have gained into a certain celebrity st- uh, standpoint from them engaging with their people in a way of it's in thought authentic to themselves. And then, you know, the people in their comments are engaging in a way with somebody they don't know, but they it just becomes a thing, which is great to see platforms like, uh, what's her name? Tabitha, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Tabitha like they, start, yeah, they start off Which on, I feel like, oh, sorry, go ahead. No. I was just going to say, uh, to wrap it up, I'm just saying that it has its pluses, but there are so many individuals, as for as many pluses, there are people who utilize it to start arguments, to be upset about, yeah. to troll other people, to take other people down. Um, and for that, you really don't, they only do that because they enjoy being in that space. Yeah. And that's right. the space. 
They want everyone else to feel like they feel. And, you know, you can get blocked because the grace is that I don't have to cut you out because you yeah. don't have to well, say this space right. because you don't want to be here. I don't want you here either. Yeah. And here, here it's you go. Like people that are like pro police to me right now are like, okay. <laughs> but like, do we acknowledge everything else that occurred? Like, I understand like why like people want to feel protected that they want to feel like they are safe and they feel like policemen do that because they've done it for their demographic for mm-hmm. however long. But like the fact that even the conversation around like crime and policemen like killing people and it's like you you do realize that that's that's not what they're supposed to do. Right. Right. Regardless of someone's guilt or innocence, right. like that's that's not their job. They're not the um, jury. It's being like judge. that being a conversation point is like I pr- I feel pretty endemic of like where we are in mm-hmm. terms of the social conversation. This is true. Um, and so this is what I was going to say about that stand up is that when people talk about racial relationships, um, and this the I'm not going to give away the punchline of his joke, which is really funny. But he really he's like just do it. No, I'm not because it doesn't matter to my point. He's like the when people talk about like race relations, they're comparing the worst ten percent to the best ten percent of the other race, mm. and so like what ends up is this conversation that doesn't like meet each other's because it's like it's the worst to the best of right. whatever they're trying to compare, and it's apples to oranges instead of apples to apples. And it was really funny, um, not funny, real. And then the punchline is really funny, which. Again, I'm not going to give away. <laughs> but you um, tell me after this. That's fine. Okay, that's fine. Um, I think you was, and based on how hard you were laughing a second ago, I think that you should just watch the stand up. I think you'd enjoy it. Okay. Um. <laughs> anyways, and so I think that that is kind of endemic of what happens on social media. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, like I feel like that is like a big piece of the conversation. I feel like even I do that when it's like when I talk about like. But sometimes I feel like it's empathy, right? Like I'm not like when I talk about like the black experience, it's not. Sometimes it's not what was my experience? But it's because I can understand that that was someone's experience. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's what I feel like in politics that is missing, especially like, and again, like maybe I need to grow empathy for like hardcore Republicans because a lot of times like I hear like what is being voted on and what is being said. And I'm just like, how are you, how are you saying that you're protecting children? And then these are the laws that are being passed state by state. Like, I don't understand like what. Well, so it's funny you say that about having empathy for others. So my family, we own property in St. It's in Southern Maryland. So it's very rural. Like, you know where you are when you get there. And you know that you go to where you need to be. And, and tis is all. Like, um, and I was in this, this corner store, which we happen to love. And we know who owns it. But I was in line. And I saw this guy wearing a Trump 20, what is it? What would it be? 2020? Or Trump 2024 shirt. And I'm just like, oh, you can see the future? Like, no. Mm-mm. Can we just pass a law um, that people that break laws can't run for president? Because mm. it would be real mm. easy after that. Well, there is mm. that law, which is why so many black men don't get the obligation to even vote mm. because of that. But we won't talk about that right now. Mm. Um, We're changing that answer. Mm-hmm. Bless the Lord Here. for that. Um, he was wearing that. And I had to think for a second, like, maybe that's not the person that I vote for. Maybe that's the person you vote for, but that is why we have this institution of voting, right? Mm -hmm. And why we have this wonderful implementation into our society of which we can vote. But in 
it's not for me to understand why you vote the way you vote. My, which is why they say every vote counts, right? Because I vote the way I vote because I think that's what's going to best serve me in the moment. Mm-hmm. So I, have a, I agree. I have a note too. I just, I just don't feel like this institution is like the best at doing that. Agreed. Because I'm not going to say that because the best. we're bipartisan, right? right? So like it's this same guy like made a joke. He's like, you can't be gay and like guns in this country. <laughs> There's like no space for you to do both because we don't vote on. Like, why don't we just vote on laws? Yeah, <laughs> why do we vote for people anyways? Like, why don't we just vote on like what we actually want to come to be and what we don't and let that be that right. and not have to have the people on the pedestal lying and all of that be even a part of it. Lying that, and to shit. Me, That's it's <laughs> like what makes the most sense because yeah. otherwise, like, what are we really talking about? And then you take away all the people who vote on one issue anyways. Well, right. it creates, and, go ahead. No, well, I was just going to say as um, African-Americans, I feel like our luxury to like not empathize is low. Mm-hmm. and i like, think yeah that's, that's what's point. hard and also like what's whole re- reserving grace conversation like i don't know if like i wonder if other races are having the same type of conversation like i feel like we feel the need to reserve grace because people aren't always reserving grace for us mm-hmm. so we're more empathetic or, or more like aware or like hypersensitive to reserving grace for people because we're constantly being berated or things are one-sided when it comes to our race as a That's whole so and i don't know if other people and races hmm. feel this need to reserve grace you know because they don't have to that's a really good point and, mm-hmm. and i also feel like that as a black woman right. i also yeah. feel like men back to the picture <laughs> 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 men like don't have to they don't think about things the same way we think about because as men they don't have to right. and as black women it's like a double-edged sword because we gotta think about it from our race and as our gender right and i know that's also a controversial subject um we have a whole pod about it right. yeah so it's just like it's it's annoying but it's also like because i'm just like are y'all a white as a white man are you concerned about reserving grace or no because you don't have to right mm-hmm. that's a really so good it's question. funny you say that, that. Bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes it was it's funny you say that because Drink. i actually kind of gut check last night um recently i've picked up driving people right and in doing so i'm uber yes uber <laughs> and <laughs> i know we're just dedicated to mispronouncing <laughs> things because of me <laughs> i'll own that but i love this trend <laughs> sometimes i'm ca- not cautious but mindful of the music because like i'll just turn music on mm-hmm. to just play in the background mm-hmm. right because i i don't want to know your conversation i don't care about your conversation get in the car let me take you where you got to go and then move on and um, just like sometimes <laughs> something will play and I'm like nigga this I'm like am I making them uncomfortable but then I'm also like do I care that they're uncomfortable in this moment now if they start saying nigga then we're gonna have a but on the flip th- side have you ever been in an Uber where they start playing hip hop suddenly and you're like I make a point like I love 90s R&B is my judge like that's where I operate so like I typically play that and then I'm like you know if I see there's a group of people that are looking to turn up I'm like you know do you want to listen to something different oh no this is cool but even the thought process of thinking about yeah. something like yeah. that and what will make you feel comfortable is, again, just another instance of where we, Black women, are reserving grace when grace is not necessarily Extended reserved to us. Yeah. to us. So often. 
so oh, very often. The God dang time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it being being oppressed. Because that's the best way I know how yeah. to say it. I mean, being, it is, call it what it is. All right. Yeah. Call, being oppressed opens your eyes to a lot. I mean, and, and uh, going back to our last podcast, you got to think about the fact of this. It It is only when you're suffering in a moment where you're able to even really call on whoever you believe in, God in our case, and eyes be open to something new. Mm-hmm. Situation may not even change, mm-hmm. but yeah. you know, your eyes are open to something new. So I think that, you know, ideally, sure, I would, uh, I, most people probably would love to be in a position of um, white male. You don't have to think. You don't have to, to have spent the time mm-hmm. because you've been in an oppressed state of having to think about all these other steps that how much of my mind would probably be freed up if I didn't have to it would be amazing. That's right. The whole new right, exactly. Um, Not again, sorry. sorry. No magic carpet this time, guys. <laughs> my bad. But <laughs> I, what I have learned in my lifetime is that I really appreciate the empathy because it's grown my relationship with so many people because I have it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, so granted, I may not, be building or thinking about uh Sam J say is uh, having um uh getting for us the our ceiling has been just trying to get to the sky. Mm. White white men are like to the stars. To go to the stars Literally and, going and to Mars. Mars. Right. Yeah. Like I'm okay with my my connectedness with people. Yeah. And it not being, you know, that. But I mean Yeah. I try to like actively be like when I feel like an adverse feeling towards something, I try or i'm trying to be like is this my own insecurities projecting on this person mm-hmm. or like is this actually something that i disagree with right and i'm like really trying to like hone in on that because as i've gotten older like and a lot of it's like um learned i'll behavior. see things and i'll be like okay i have to remember that they're in their earlier early 20s mm. or like they're in their 20s because yeah. i'm now in my 30s and i'm like when I was in my 20s, I was doing the exact same thing. Yeah. So, like, in my auntie phase, like, I'm trying not to judge right. you in your 20s because I was doing the exact same thing. And I was offended that older people were looking at me crazy for just living in my 20s exactly. and being free and not really caring about how other people thought about me and, yeah. like, exploring who I am. Um, and so I think for me, as I get older, I'm trying to reserve grace for, like, the younger generation because mm-hmm. i was doing the exact same thing yeah. and just because i've i'm not there anymore doesn't mean that they shouldn't be able to fully explore yeah. things yeah. without judgment that's true um but i just for me it's harder when uh, for people that um again i'm okay if you don't agree with me um it's just when your disagreements um threaten Seem more My, like prejudice. Yeah. And that's when I didn't. And that's why, like, Donald Trump in particular is like a hard stop for me and not Republicans. Because, like, I don't necessarily care that you're a Republican. Like, yeah, that's a, I'm yeah. fine with that. Like, th- that doesn't matter to me. Like, especially in the, as a Christian, I know older Christians in particular, like, they probably lean more towards Republican ideals and things in general, yeah. whether you're black or white. So, like, 
I don't really care. It's just him in general with him leading with hate is where I'm like, if you're yeah. a Trump supporter in general, something else. yeah, like that's where I have a problem. Hate with a good marketing campaign. Yeah, not you being a Republican because I don't care. I truly don't care. It's when you're telling me that you're threatening me as a as an as individual being, yeah. and who I am as a person. My I can't change the color of my skin. Right. I I identify as um, a heterosexual cis woman. Like I, that's not something that I can change. And you're and you hating me for that is a problem. Right. I think that I would piggyback on that and say maybe from the other perspective, the thing that frustrates me is like when um controversial topic. Um I watched um we gotta talk about Cosby, the documentary, and there was a conversation that was in there that was um towards the end when it was talking about all the women that came forward um about Cosby raping them and a lot of the men that had been like throughout the docu-series were like, oh, I, I didn't realize until like someone I knew, I spoke with her because I knew that she had like worked on set and she hadn't come forward. But I was like, hey, like from your perspective. And he's like, that's what changed my mind. That's mm-hmm. what made me realize that this was real. And I'm just like. That's another woman. That's another- <laughs> so like not just across racial lines, but like from a gender perspective, I still feel like. And this could be a pod all of its own. That's why I didn't want to have Chris Brown for this conversation because the conversation for me around like rape and like sexual offense, like abuse, all of those things when it comes to men holding other men accountable Mm -hmm. or even like the laws holding people accountable are laughable at best. Mm -hmm. So when people are talking about like, like when Chris Brown just, um, the woman that tried to say accusations about him and it wasn't true. And um, all that came out, I think, um, what's that fool's name? That's Lil Duvall. Yeah, Lil Duvall was like, I want to see her like be put away for like whatever Chris would have done, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, a year? Mm. Uh, Like a smudge on his career? Like what would have happened to him if it had been true? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like that conversation isn't, there's a lot of like men that like to be up in an uproar when someone was creating false accusations because what would have happened to my reputation if it had, like, if if that had been true and that had gotten out. Right. What would have happened? We know that Chris Brown beat a woman that is very high profile to bruises. His career is excelling. Right. And maybe that is, like, a conversation about grace, but maybe it's a conversation about lack of accountability. Mm. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like they're... Mm. This mm. is, like, a very, like, intersectional conversation because we're talking about grace talking about accountability, talking about race. We're talking about gender. And I got on this topic because we were talking about, what were we talking about? Bill Cosby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you brought up Bill Cosby. <laughs> Sorry. I, it had to be done. Anyway, so like, I just, there are things that, oh, lack of empathy. That's yes. where I was going with it. So like, I just, in the context of like these conversations, they're so nuanced. They are so specific to very general conversations. And a lot of us have nothing to do with maybe the conversations the situations that bring the conversations to light, but still those things have happened to people we know. And even if they haven't, like what is preventing people from the ability to put themselves in those person, that person's shoes, regardless of if they have a touch point, if it happened to their sister, if it happened to their mother, if it happened to their wife, like why do you have to know someone that it happened to in order to tell yourself like this is wrong. It shouldn't have happened. And that this person should be held accountable. Like, that's what I don't understand. Yeah, I think it goes a lot back to what I was saying, too, about, like, what people have the luxury of 
feeling and not feeling. Yeah. Like as a woman, we have, as a black woman, particularly, we have to think about it from the side of as a black man being accused falsely, right? Mm-hmm. And also um, as a woman who has probably been sexually assaulted at some point in our lives. And um, for me, I think I said this more than once. I'm more than likely going to believe the woman, mm-hmm. period. Like Same. the woman, the man for me has to prove to me that you didn't do it. Like if a woman comes to me and says that she's been sexually assaulted, I'm going to believe her. Why? Because I've been sexually assaulted on more than one case. I've been touched inappropriately without Mm-hmm. warranted so like the fact that someone could um actually the man that did too. right so I'm saying, and the fact that some man can do that is not far-fetched yeah. so if you're telling me this i'm gonna believe you especially because often what happens is the woman that comes forward ends up getting more lack more right there's no incentive for her telling the truth the man yeah. that right have but as a black woman it. i'm also like i feel away when a black man is falsely accused because we emmett till yeah you know what right. I mean? like we've right. seen what totally. happens yeah. when a black man is falsely accused like he could absolutely lose his life so i'm very sensitive to both sides but as a man do you have to be sensitive to both sides are you automatically like defending your boys gonna do gender what boys gonna do. right you're defending your gender okay controversial tr- pod topic i would love to have a single man come on here and talk about the what if of if your man's was up against charges. Let's that in the male birth control. I would also oh, like to talk that's about. a good conversation. What I would condoms? love to know what would happen. Uh, birth control. Birth control. The pill. You say condoms? The pill. Oh. There's a pill that's There's a pill for men? Tr- yeah. For yeah. chat, you would know. That. Okay, so moving on. Sorry, why well, I need some chat when I can just talk to y'all. Have this. Thank you for letting me know there's male birth control. I'm oh, sorry, it's, you were it's still saying testing. it's not out to the public yet. Oh, you right. wanted yeah. um, a single male. Sorry, I cut you yeah, off. Yeah, holding each other accountable. No, you're fine. I just think that that would be a very interesting conversation um, around like what what that mentality is, the ebbs and flows with it, and like why it seems like it's hard for men to hold their friends accountable when I feel like as women, we grow up doing it. Yeah. One thing we gonna do, like we've been doing, <laughs> is tangent. Is tangent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I have some questions here. Of course you. For our segment Should called... Just tangent. Hey! <laughs> okay, um... Should I ask one or two questions? And let's see how the first one goes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> see how long that tangent like, is. Okay, all right. Have you ever had to ask yourself, what's the right level of offended for me to be right now? Mm. Yes, mm. all the time. Not all the time. <laughs> yeah. Explain the scenario. Yeah, yeah, probably it more so work. that work than anything. Because some days I'm just like, do I... I just, I don't have patience. And then some days I'm like, oh, you finna get the smoke. Sit in real life. I did this. I said, since you brought it up, let's talk about it. Mm. And I called their ass all the way out mm. during a team phone call. Mm. Try God. Don't try me. Mm. Yeah. There's often times where I'm like, is this worth the conversation mm-hmm. or exactly. I'm going to let this go in nine times out of 10 it's in a professional setting for me. Often. Cause I feel like if I, if it wasn't a professional setting, I wouldn't have to ask myself. <laughs> oh, true. I just would be choosing violence because you chose it. <laughs> yeah. that's fair <laughs> yeah or I'm like wow would I have had this thing? like I don't know if I could have said that mm. I was explaining to my boss we just had a like a group happy hour that we have like quarterly and usually I skip them because why am I hanging out with you guys in my free time <laughs> um but I went to the last one it was last week and I was like 
I was like saying goodbye to my boss and I was like, oh, I almost didn't come. I'm glad I did. And he was like, why didn't you almost come? And I was like, because of the anxiety and the awkward that is like coming around this group. And he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, oh, you don't have them? You don't know. You don't, you haven't met them. Or do you, do I need to introduce you? Like what's happening? And he was like, what? And he, he thought that I was like saying that there was some like overarching, like awkward oh. thing that happens to me upon arrival. And I was like, no, no, no. It is a lot of awkward personalities, but then it's also like me opening myself up to X, Y, Z. The fact that I work with the man that I just married and everyone thinks that now they can be asking me all kinds of invasive questions about my relationship because mm-hmm. they know my husband's your work. No. Yeah. <laughs> and so like trying to find those boundaries. I haven't been at my desk in two years. I don't know why I'm always the chosen person that sits out of my outside of my boss's office that people try to come in and ask me questions about like politics or very controversial things in a very public open setting. But I am that person. I've loved not being there for the last few years. Mm -hmm. I was at my desk one day last week and someone came by and I was like talking about, oh, I have to retire my Redskins lanyard. And they were like, oh my gosh, that controversy was so overblown. It's not even a slur. Like, why? I don't even talk to you about things outside of work. <laughs> I don't know why this is coming up. I wasn't talking to you <laughs> when I brought this up. I was talking to someone else and you just happened to be walking by. Oh, this is no. not a conversation that I want to have with you or anyone. <laughs> well, yeah, I feel, yeah, I, yeah. I just want to say while we're talking about that former group known as the Redskins, I'm going to make some money off some white person because the way I'm cleaning this house out and finding Redskins shit oh. everywhere. Vintage. Yeah. Put it on I'm gonna make some shmoney. Yeah, I've yeah, I feel the same way. Like, um, I think at one point in my life I'd have been like, yep, violence every single time. Let's talk about it. Let's go in, blah, 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 blah. You brought it up. We here now. Yeah. At 30, I'm like, I don't have the energy. You don't have the patience. I don't know you for real outside of this work setting. And so me mm-hmm. having anything lo- over a surface level conversation is not worth my peace. That's so. right. I think That's even it. in my late twenties, like peace someone part. started talking about politics closely after the um election and my boss and i are two different political parties and i knew that at the time but like i didn't ask him who he voted for or anything decided to come loudly start talking to me about politics not not to me but because they know mm-hmm. my boss mm-hmm. i while they were talking got up and left my own desk <laughs> in the middle of them talking i'm not here to talk about that <laughs> i'm not i'm not doing this yeah. Right. right. This isn't yeah. the fight I'm choosing. I don't want to, I don't reserve that much, in it, never have reserved that much energy for the people that I was. And I think that's because I didn't get a chance to choose them. They chose me. So. Uh, that, <laughs> that is so that is such a real, <laughs> real, real I didn't get a chance to choose them. Is there a way to ask that in, um, in interviews? Can we get a review of your employees? Exactly. See how they feel about their work life balance. Please? Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Especially with the culture, like, because before, so where I am now, I'm probably like one of the youngest mm-hmm. people that works for my company. And then where I was before, I was probably like on par or like average age. And so the conversations there were very different from the conversations mm, that sure. I have at my new job. Yeah. Whereas before, I probably felt a little bit more comfortable being like my outside office self. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. but, mm-hmm. And then now I'm like, you are literally getting professional nine to five Carol. Yeah. because. Uh, I'm gonna need my door to be my room to be moved to a whole nother floor. Let's just go ahead uh, with your with your situation. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. When I'm traveling for work, I want to, you know. Not see them? Not to see. When I decide that work is over, I want work to be over. Um, right. And I will make sure of that when I'm staying. Yeah. Right. If we're all staying in the same hotel. Right. And I'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. You want another one or we're good? Oh, that was quick. Can we do one more? Oh, size over. Okay. It's time for aftershave. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of good. Okay. It's time for aftershave. Stop you being annoyed. These aftershaves. I reserve, you know what? It's not that they reserve grace for me and my lack of activity. I reserve grace for these helpers. Oh, and our oh, what? Right. And, and the, the lack of. First of all, stop. Right? <laughs> I wish you said. Time for aftershave. Is that better? Yeah. You yes. seem enthused. Oh, okay. Like good. you actually like us. Right. What a novel are you, idea. Are you starting? Yes. Okay. All right, so <laughs> given the topic of <laughs> that's a, I, I don't know why I could not think of reserving anyway. Sorry. Ow, oh, I've been here for two Lord. hours. No worries. <laughs> While we're talking about reserving grace, I affirm that you have you have the call whether or not you're gonna reserve grace. Mm. It is completely up to you. And whatever your situation is, whatever it looks like, um, you can't, you reserve the right to reserve grace or not to reserve grace, depending on whoever the situation is or whoever the situation may be with. Um, it's completely up to you because you have to, as Carol said earlier, protect your peace. And that's what I affirm. Yeah, I'll go next. Um, I want to affirm for our listeners, um, grace on your behalf. Um, I want to say that regardless of what you've done, things that mistakes that you've made, things that you are second guessing or things that keep you up at night, or if you are an anxious mind like me, things that make you wake up at 4 a.m. and then you delve into a deep spiral about, man, did I make this mistake at eight? Hmm. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are we reflecting right now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You deserve grace for everything that you've done. Um, I think that that is our relationship with God and the Lord. But even if it's not yours, um, you deserve a community and a friendship and a space where you are allowed to make mistakes and still grow and still let it be known that you are a good person, that you are not the worst thing that you've done, but you are Mm -hmm. a holistic person that includes the best things that you've done, too. Um, And so that you don't have to be marred for this soul act or soul activity, or even if it's uh couple of activities um, that you can and will do better and that you still deserve to have a safe safe space to go and to be and friendships to have all right um i will say as i said a little bit earlier in the podcast like um the internet makes us feel like we have more of a right to have opinion on people's lives and their actions and things that they're doing um more than i think or we put more stock in it than actually should be. Um, and as, especially as people, as we get older, to really reserve grace and to remember that you were, if for our younger generation, you were there once. You were in that mind frame once. You were in that space once. And to just remember that um, we all have the opportunity to um, create our journeys, to curate our journeys and whatever that means. And we have the right to go through it, how whatever feels right for us and that we shouldn't be projecting our own um, insecurities or um, our adult um, 
minds on people that are younger than us be- mm. just because we're in a different space. Um, and I'm talking to myself too, because I have to remember that um, I'm not in the same place that I was in my twenties, but it doesn't mean that people in their twenties are wrong for living their lives the best way that they feel or what's right for them. Or that you need to be hold- beholden to that. Right. And that, or that what I chose for me. I made all the time, like, oh my God. I yeah. Did that. Or that they had the freedom and the where for all to make different decisions that mm-hmm. I made that I may have wished I had made or not. Yeah. Um, and that um, the internet is not real. <laughs> I know a lot of people say like in real life and like Instagram versus reality. And we see a lot of people's highlight reels on um, on social media. And the minute we see them not in a perfect space, we are we spiral into this judgment zone. I would just, again, encourage everyone to. Um, I guess reserve grace, like I think that's what we've been talking about this yeah. entire time, like. Um, the internet is a very weird, scary, alternate reality of a place. And um, we're all just trying to make it and be happy and be comfortable in the space that we're in. And I think if we all just kind of look in that lens, then um, the world would be a better place. Yeah. And can I jump on that and also say, like, on the other aspect, like, the people, if if you're being bullied on the internet, like, people in real life are not going to keep that same energy with you. No, so, not. like, also, like, the internet is not real from the other standpoint of, like, if you feel like you're clickbait right now, you're mad, like, people are bullying you, like, just know that you can walk outside and have complete peace. Like, put yeah. the phone down. Like, Log whatever <laughs> you need to do in order to, like, maintain your sanity because people it's easy to like do this and then they put their phone down and they go about their day and they forgot about right. you and you're feeling like people are hitting you and really people had a moment. Especially if they don't know you in real life. Especially. Especially if they don't like, I think my, and again, that's why I chose to make my social media more social because it's very important to me to have real conversations with people that I actually know. Mm-hmm. Just keep that in mind. And I know it's very different when you're in your teens or your early twenties and what have you and the internet and social media just kind of feels like your world. It's not your world, my right. love. Just keep that in mind. For your platform. I remember <laughs> feeling like my social media had to be like on point when I was single so that when people found me, they would know. Yeah, and here I am about to delete all of my pictures that weren't a week ago. You know what I mean? Like, mm. live your life. In peace. In peace. Mm. In peace. Amazing. Heavy on the in peace. Um, all right, so my after shade, I think for today, talking about reserving grace, I think about what grace is what I believe grace to be something given to me by somebody who was perfect. Right. And then understood that it's impossible to be who he was, which is in my case, I'm a believer of Jesus Christ. Um, So when you're reserving that grace, I think first and foremost, we have to remember that we ourselves are not perfect and that the individuals that we are encountering in social places, be it, real or you know on the internet and and arbitrary you have to take each moment for what it really is and remember that same amount of grace you want and other individuals to give you is the same that you need to give back to everyone else whether they be individuals who you are close with or not um we've all as tiffany mentioned there have been things in our past that we've all had to deal with in one way or another that we we may have issues with and the people we were involved with may have had issues with. But the same amount of grace that we 
we try to give ourselves about that and desire to get from the others is the same amount of grace that we ought to be giving to everyone else. And if you can try to remember that, I know it's hard because don't get me wrong, there are things that we hold, expectations we hold for others. But if you take a moment and step back and remember what it's like to be on the receiving end of whatever you're deciding to dole out or whatever you're deciding to even think about doling out, then remember what it feels like to have people think about you in that way and how to reserve some grace and find a way to reserve that grace because it's a lot better for both parties, all parties involved when you handle it in that way instead of choosing violence, really. <laughs> Having some empathy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm. this was fun, guys. It was. Longer yeah. than I anticipated. <laughs> and that's that's how we short always one. do. <laughs> Alas. Mm. This was fun, though. I enjoyed it. This was a good one. This was a good one. Yeah, I know where it's going to go, but I'm happy yeah, with it. Yeah, <laughs> 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 In all its tangents. All right. Bye bye. Bye. See you guys. Peace.